Charles Haley. You're listening to nothing but Niners. So now they've got to start from deep in their end of the field, and Garrison Hurst takes advantage of it. He takes the handoff, sweeps to his right, gets to the 20. He's on the 30. Needs to cut in. He comes back up the right sideline. Break the third tackle. Comes down to the 30. He's out of the 20. He's out of the 10. He's out of the 5. He's out of the right side. Nothing but Niners crew is back, and we're here to bring you guys. What did they say, show? What did they say? There's a lot of days that we're going to discuss, but before we get to that, I got to ask the fellas how they're doing. Let's start with my man down in the dark. Tony, how you doing down there, bro? Yo, what's up? What's going on, fellas? Much, what's man? good, Not Tony? Tone, Tone. Yeah, Breezy, how you feeling, man? What's up with you? I'm Gucci, baby. Getting a little mad in, you know what I'm saying? Just, uh, Collecting my 49er collectibles right now. All right, so you playing with the Niners today? Uh, yeah. This, this, I'm trying to get my team to look like what it should look like next season. Oh, so you getting fields? You doing the draft? I'm, I'm ah, working. You see what I did there? You see what I did there? It's all right. We're gonna come back <laughs> to that. We're gonna come back to that. B, what's going on with you, man? I see the brick by brick wall behind you. See what I yep. did there? What's building going it slowly, on, man? man. Building it slowly, one brick at a go. time. I like that. You feeling good today? I am. All right, you guys are going to see me stuffing my face. It's something that I don't normally do on the show. The mic is starving. I haven't had anything today, so I'm going to grub soon. Oh, well, I'm sorry. I had Chick-fil-A early on today. But <laughs> we got to get through these formalities, and then we are going to discuss some 49ers news. So first and foremost, guys, if this is your first time here on the YouTube page, please hit that like and subscribe button. Make sure you turn on those notifications so you know when we're going live for unscheduled and impromptu shows. Give us a follow on our social media platforms. We have Twitter and Snapchat. Those handles are nothing but nine. ERS. We also have Facebook, Instagram, and Twitch, and that is nothing but Niners, spelled all the way out. I'm your guy, 49ers Mike underscore NFL. On this side is my guy. He is Wayne Breezy on Twitter. Below him is our guy, Tony. He is NJ Niner fan 499, and right under me is my man, Brian. He is Stater underscore Niner on Twitter. So make sure you guys go over there, show some love to the guys, give us some follows. And now, guys, we got to talk. We got to talk. First, is there any new 49er news that we need to talk about? The 49ers are traveling today, man. 
They were traveling. Uh, we heard that the 49ers were out to see Michael McCorkle Jones. And <laughs> from the videos we saw out there, they didn't look too happy with what they were seeing, guys. So let's talk about it, fellas. Don't be all shy now. I know some of you guys saw the tweets. I know some of you guys saw the videos. What were your takeaways for it there? The 49ers were, weren't only un, the only team unimpressed with uh, Jones. You saw Belichick a couple of times shake his head on an overthrow. Um, and they just kept panning back and forth between the Niners and Belichick. They were standing like within the, a certain distance from each other. But I don't know with this performance today potentially could raise the value of Jimmy for the Patriots. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, man. I mean, I know you got. Come on, anybody else? Did you guys see the video of him trying to uh, make sure the light bulbs are screwed in all the way? Sorry, killing spiders, man. Uh oh, uh oh. <laughs> got to get them, or they'll get you. So there. Hey, was, man, there look. Was, I, I I watched Mac Jones, and he just looked like an average schmojo at his field day again. And and this time it was with his you know star receivers. He did throw some deep balls um and connected on his passes but he just he he didn't provide a wow factor man like at this mm. at this point man if Kyle Shanahan ain't looking for a quarterback with the wow factor then I, I I don't know man I think I'm ready to look for a new head coach man you know what I'm saying because like we, we need we need a quarterback that's going to give us some wow as well as complete these passes that we're looking in Mac Jones look all right and we just look mediocre he looked like a better Jimmy Garoppolo, just to be keep it honest with you, like you just look like you, just, you know, Jimmy. And they tried to apply some fake pressure in there, and he caught a touchdown pass from Najee Harris in the end zone. You know what I'm saying? But like he just he just looks like a regular pro style quarterback. And and honestly, does he fit our system? Yeah, but I don't know about y'all. I'm kind of bored of that. Like I want I want to see some wild. Let me ask you, Breezy, before anybody else comments, you might have given us the hot take of the night. If Kyle Shanahan oh. drafts McCorkle, <laughs> are you calling for Kyle's head? Is that I'm what calling I for Kyle's, I'm calling for his job, yo. Because at this point, it's like, dude, you got you got caviar, you got crab legs, and then you got cat food. And so, which one are you gonna pick? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, come on, Kyle. It's okay. it's the not about is- me. Go ahead, Tony. Go ahead. The problem is they traded up and they mortgaged a lot for the future to get to number three. And and that's the issue with drafting right. Mac Jones at three. But if the Niners stayed back at 12 and jumped up to, like, let's just say, hypothetically, there was a run on quarterbacks and they went to nine to grab him, it's kind of like, all right, I kind of see it because he is the perfect fit as far as what Kyle Kyle's history is for the quarterback position. But from – what you've been hearing in these press conferences and the, with the media, it seems like he kind of wants to go a little bit of a different route. But that's why I think everyone's kind of like bashing Jones right now. And, and his second pro day, in my opinion, was a big mistake because he was forcing. He was forcing everything. He was trying to be that, get that look and draw that attention, and it didn't work. And to be honest with you, he kind of looked a little bit immature screwing around and not looking dialed in and being professional about it. Yeah. So, Nick, did you, did you get a chance to see any of it? Uh, I saw some videos. I saw, like, and... clips of it. Hello? 
Hello? Hello? Hello? Hello? Hello? Hello? <laughs> no, it just didn't seem like a very good reflection of his career at Alabama. And, you know, your pro day should be like the, the icing on the top. This is to show you what I can do. And it just like the stage almost seemed like it was too big for him. So did his belly, from what I heard. Now I didn't get the chance to see what the guy looked like like that. But he didn't, he didn't look that bad. No, okay. You don't want to body shaming people. There was some <laughs> talk out there that, that the guy was out there and you know putting on some lbs because the off season was here. I mean, did it did it look that way to you guys? I didn't. I didn't. I don't know. Nah, he 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 didn't look that bad, bro. He 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 looked he looked not slim. But he looked, you know, tall and, and kind of like stocky. I, I, he didn't look bad. He did have on a big shirt, whatever. But at the, I wasn't looking at him in that sense. I wanted just to see him come out there on some business stuff and complete some throws. I mean, he was having fun, which you want your quarterback to have fun, right? You want a guy that's going to have fun. But he was having way too much fun. I, I, I think he really needed to step up. He, he knew what he was going up against. And at the end of the day, like, he has to – there's a system for him. There's a couple of teams that he fits perfectly. Us being one. And so, like, somebody's going to draft him. And if he gets to the right system, I don't see him being bad. If you watch his film and his tape, he's not a bad quarterback, right? And so it's just that out of the guys that we can pick from, he's not the guy I think the 49ers should go with. All right, Nick. I got to get your take. I want you to take the comment and then get right back to it. Peachy, what's going on? Five dollars says I will need a lot of drinks during this draft to either celebrate, get who I want, or be pissed off when we don't. Yeah, that's completely what it's going to be. It, it's going to be a nerve-wracking time until that number three pick is over. Um, look, Mac Jones is not the guy. Like, he's not. Like, if. It, it, this guy can be drafted within the top 15. And if you're moving up and selling your future because you feel that you need to get to Mac Jones, I'm like Beauty and the Beast and I'm calling the whole village because your ass's head need to be on the wall somewhere. I just don't see throwing two first round picks and a third round pick back at somebody to draft Mac Jones. You're trying to get elite talent now while mac jones is a a a good athlete he's not the elitist of the elite of that group so i mean you saw that ohio state quarterback today i, I don't know his name or anything but you seen what he was doing on the field today some random um, guy yeah you know I, I don't need to say his name or anything but just for sake I'll just say, you know, that's all. Just you've seen that guy today. But no, I mean, look, I'd be highly pissed off if they go and draft Mac Jones at three. Okay. All right. I want to hear some more thoughts, guys. All right. We saw Mac Jones. Brian, did you have any major takeaways from that workout? Nothing more than I already stated. I mean, like I said, I just don't think it was a reflection of, of his uh, his season that he had. Um, you don't get to win the Davy Award for, for being a mediocre quarterback. Um, I know that there's some politics involved with that, but um, you just don't win that award if, you, if you're uh, 
you know, mediocre guy. So I could see why people might be high on him. But today should have been the icing. And like I said earlier, should have been the icing on the cake. Like you should have seen everything that he can do to perfection. And it just seemed like he blew it. Like the stage was just too big and bright for him today. And if that's any reflection of how he's going to translate into the NFL, he's going to get way overdrafted. All right, Nick. We got two comments. The second one's to you. So go ahead and take this one, and we'll get right to the next one. Mistake for Mac taking the stand on his own belief. Uh, Matt Flores says, mistake for Mac taking the stand on his own belief. Behalf. Behalf. Oh, behalf. Why did I say belief? I don't know. Um, I got to make these things bigger. Look, the, the, what I saw from, from what I did see of the videos of Mac Jones today is, like, he he was over trying. Like you had a bad pro day throwing the ball the first time. I felt like he was putting too much pressure on himself today to do better and try to prove to people that he what he is isn't what he was, basically. So what I mean by that is saying I wanted to prove to people that I'm not just a a, a standard stay in the pocket kind of guy. Uh when really you have more concrete feet than any of these quarterbacks that are coming out, trying to do things that you don't normally do mm-hmm. and putting too much pressure on yourself and, and jumping into that and making it worse for yourself. So here we go. Bailey Austin. <laughs> I got a, I got a Twitter account the other night message too and said, Said the same thing. Bailey Austin, five dollars. Hey Nick, if we draft Mac Jones, will you shoot your shotgun on the draft show, or will you record it? Just curious. It depends on where I'm at. That's really what it is. I mean, if we're away and doing something like that, I can't shoot a shotgun off. Um, obviously, but I'm going to try to do my best to shoot it. If if not, we'll record it somehow, some way or another. But we better not draft Mac Jones. That's all I'm saying. All right. I so can't sorry. wait to see everybody's face. One more contribution here. It says, uh, so Justin Fields at three will be worth the picks. Someone who has not played as much as others. Justin Fields hasn't played. I don't understand. Justin Fields has play played more than Trey He's Lane. He's played more than all the quarterbacks. Justin in Fields Ma- has played He's- more than Mac Jones. He- the only person he didn't play more than is Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't get this one. Sorry, Mark, but Justin Fields definitely has played as the QB. Mm-mm-mm. Have you have you not but, watched these quarterbacks? I mean, he lost to Clemson and then he lost to freaking uh, Alabama. Like that. That's two. That's two seasons two right there. Yep, two losses. And I know a lot of people were really impressed with uh, Lance's. What is it? Uh, Twenty. 28 no no interceptions or something. Yeah, 28 like that. touchdowns, right. no interceptions. Do you know what do you know what Lance's touchdown to interception ratio is? It was Lance's? something crazy like like 38 to 2 or 37 right. to 2. Yep. Trey Lance or Justin Fields? No, Fields. Lance yeah, you, said, a, you has, said you said do people know what Lance's numbers are? I'm like, wait, you just said Lance's. No, it's yeah, Justin I'm sorry. Fields. Lance had the 27 and Yeah, 28 and 0 and then Justin right. Fields was like 38 to 2 or something like that. Them boys can play some ball, man. So listen, we're gonna have some fun now. 
Okay. Let me. I want to ask you guys a question, right? Because I know I know Breezy likes Trey Lance too, right? Breezy likes Trey Lance. I, Just a Tony, little bit. <laughs> Tony, you're you're not opposed to Trey Lance, right? No, I mean, uh, he wouldn't be my first choice, but I'm not opposed to him. No. Right. Brian, are you opposed to Trey Lance? Only because we traded up to three. I'm opposed to Trey Lance at three. Yes. And Mike, what about you? Not opposed to Trey Lance as long as Jimmy stays and Lance has a year to groom. Okay. He's not a day one guy. Now my question now my question is to you, right? You you take Trey Lance. A lot of people are saying let me let me add, a lot of people are comparing Mike, you gave co- comparisons the other night. You said mm-hmm. Russell Wilson, Justin Fields, mm-hmm. Trey Lance, um Cam Newton. Cam Newton. Mm-hmm. And I stand by that. The the accuracy issues, the size, the running, it's it's a lot of the same thing. Now, depending on what circle you talk to, some people love Cam Newton. There's some people who say, "Yeah, I'm all right, I'm good." But I'm sorry, I just want to explain myself. So, no, because that was my question: is 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 you go and you say, okay, a lot of us are are, are worried. Look, we we've, we've all been worried about Jimmy Garoppolo, right? And that's talking about trading him, getting rid of him, whether that's to save money is because of his play, whether it's because he can't stay healthy. Our team is set up right now to make a, a push, right, with Jimmy Garoppolo. We go and draft a Trey Lance. And, Mike, you just said you're not opposed to bringing Trey Lance here if Jimmy Garoppolo is still on this roster. Now, what happens if Jimmy Garoppolo goes down? Does our season go with it? Does our season go with it? Because Trey are you, are Lance. You just, are you just asking Mike? Or are you asking? No, all no, no. I'm I'm gonna ask all of you. Does our season oh. go? Does our season go with it if Jimmy Garoppolo goes down with a Trey Lance compared to a Justin Fields, and the re, or even even a, a Zach Wilson if possible? Right. I'm just gonna. No, it doesn't. Leave. It doesn't. It doesn't go down because you're still getting a quarterback that can make throws, that can extend plays, and has a wow factor. And so it's a wild card, right? It's like. A team won't have film, especially in the NFL, on this kid. They don't have much college film on this kid. So he could be the perfect person to come in here and start a string of win, a, a, a string of wins. And once Lance, remember, y'all, y'all keep forgetting one thing about Trey Lance. Lance is like undefeated. Like he doesn't lose. Like, like you got to look, look, he has like, they went undefeated. Like for the past how many games? Two seasons? I mean, granted, they only played one game last season, and that was because of the school's the school's decision. But he's like twenty-eight and zero, and so like this is a guy that doesn't have to throw the ball that often, but when he does, he makes throws, and then he can run. And so I would say the season doesn't go down with it because you see how the league is. A lot of a lot of teams struggle with covering running quarterbacks, including the 49ers. and so that's why I say no. So you have confidence that Kyle I think he would have to – Go ahead, Tony. I think he would have to simplify the offense a little bit to get him comfortable and get him going. And then slowly but surely he could get him into the flow of the offense. But it would be similar to like what they did with Jimmy versus Jacksonville in that five-game stretch, how they used basically New England principles to get him in the rhythm, to get him to transition. And then you notice the next – year he was going more of the Kyle Shanahan offense 
So I can see a situation like that. But the issue is, if they do draft Trey Lance or at any of these quarterbacks, and they bring Jimmy back, and Jimmy struggles, I think they're gonna they're gonna take a, a lot of heat for not playing him, playing the rookie over Jimmy because of what they gave up to get to that spot to get their future. That's the issue that I try to want to avoid with bringing Jimmy back. Then Jimmy struggles. You put the rookie in. It's just, it's something that I don't want to see with this team. That's that's fair. And that's That's, that's exactly where I was trying to go with this question is because Mike is saying, you know, Mike's opinion is he's okay with Trey Lance if – Jimmy Garoppolo is on this, on this team. Trey Lance is not going to be as ready as another quarterback that if Jimmy Garoppolo goes down week two to take over. I'm not talking week eight, week nine, where this guy has the chance to learn and do what he needs to do with the playbook. When you're coming from – I understand you have the, the, the ability to play the position of quarterback – but we also have to remember how playing quarterback in the NFL is a lot different than playing football on a college level. Yeah, but if that's the case, Nick, none of these rookies are going to be ready. Like at some it, point, it, like they are, they are rookies coming in to a system that they got to learn. I feel like they, I feel like any quarterback coming into San Francisco has a better shot than any yes. other rookie quarterback going yes. to another team. I don't give a fuck it, if they drafted one through twenty-five. Whatever quarterback comes to San Francisco, the team is built for that particular quarterback to yep. be ready to set go. That I, I will. I, that's only. That's what I'm saying. So I think you're right. They will struggle, but I'm not saying this because I'm promoting Trey Lance. I mean, I, Justin no, Fields on right, the board. You do draft. Opinion, you do draft Justin Fields. I mean, because he's the more ready day one starter. If that's what you're trying to say, but I feel like if Jimmy is here and you're declaring Jimmy as the starter, draft Trey Lance. He has mm-hmm. the to me, in my opinion, he has the highest ceiling out of all the QBs. Meaning, if you can untap his potential, he will be better than any of the quarterbacks. There's no better offensive coordinator to untap potential yep. than Kyle Shanahan. That's number one. Number two, Kyle likes guys he can groom. What if Justin Fields isn't a groom guy? What if if, 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 if the kid from BYU, Wilson, isn't a groom guy? But if he wants a guy he can shape and mold, he thought he could do it with Jimmy and apparently not. And so that's why I kind of think it's leaning toward Lance, even though he seems to not be as pro ready as the, you know, the scouts are saying. I think that's a crock of bull crap. I don't care if he went to North Dakota State. This kid wins game. Like he just wins whether he runs or throws. He wins. I I get it. It's not against Alabama. It's not against Clemson. It's not against those teams. At the end of the day, he's still a winner, and he knows how to win. Like, and, like you get what I'm saying? And the thing is, if you want any situation, you would want Kyle to be in, in the lead of that situation because he did it last year. Kyle pretty much had three different call sheets for three different quarterbacks. Right. Three different schemes for three different quarterbacks, and that's what he – he has the ability to adjust on the fly if an injury happens. Shit, I got to put this guy in. But what I will say is, if they do the trade Lance route, which, if that's, listen, who gives a shit what we think? It's Kyle and John. This is their show. They know who they want. They're going to take who they want no matter what we say. 
If they decide that route, I would honestly like them see to do what they did, what Kansas City did with Alex Smith and Patrick Mahomes. Let that kid sit one year, get up to speed, and then go. That sounds like the plan. It does sound like that's the plan. Um, and you guys know that I've been, you know, um, you know, I'll eat crow, you know, it's, you know, because we keep it a hundred here. Um, you know, I figured that they wouldn't trade up because they have Jimmy and I didn't think they'd spend the capital to trade up. But, and I still believe that they would, what, what they were saying that they would keep Jimmy. But after watching that press conference on Monday and watching their nonverbal communication and having several other people in management who do hiring and HR, watch that just that first question and the lynches and shanahan's non-verbals i don't doubt jimmy's gone exactly. so if jimmy's and, and gone Lance ain't the guy that's that's what i'm trying to say because now if you look at it if they do the the fields route kyle's ready to work with this kid he knows his commitment he knows his white on the whiteboard his skill set he knows what he could do he knows what his strengths is he knows what his weaknesses is Kyle. because of that camp that, no, no, no. We got to stop saying Yes, that. yes, That's yes. Mike, you've worked with the kid. That was, that was seven years ago. He was in high school. You know it how much does it, it, it does matter, Tony. How much have okay. you changed in the You're last right. two years? You're right. You're right. How much, I'm, how I'm much not have arguing. you changed in the last two years? It doesn't matter. The, Mike, you got to understand something. These kids are wired. You're not going to change in the matter of a co collegiate career. People don't Yes, change you might get better skills. College. You might listen to what I'm saying, Mike. You might get better skills. Right? I love it. <laughs> you might get better skills. Yes. But what I'm saying is, if you're going to be a guy that's an X and O guy that's going to sit there and break film down, you're that guy coming out of high school. College is not going to change that. That's what I'm trying to say. He knows how this kid is wired. Is his skill set better from when he had his hands on him? Absolutely. But what I'm saying is, the way he's wired. Is he the type of kid that's going to sit there and go over hours and hours of film and break things down and stuff like that? You, he knows what kind of kid this is because he had him for oh, whatever the time frame that he was there. Hi. How are you? Oh, well, have a good night. Thank you. Tony's at the drive-thru. <laughs> he probably had told Shorty shook. Like, oh, shit, I got an angry guy coming up. <laughs> Listen, man, I, I don't think... I don't think anything Kyle took from that seven years ago, it, it matters anymore. Because what I was doing when I was a junior in high school, yeah, yeah, seven years ago. Yes, seven years ago. What I was doing when I was a junior in high school versus what I was doing when I was 21 are two completely different things. And the reason I'm saying from junior to that is because that, that was my age, all right? I don't know what his age was at that time, 15, 16 maybe something like that but that i was a completely different person i processed things differently everything was a high school playbook is nowhere near what a college playbook is which is also supposedly nowhere near what kyle shanahan's playbook is but they worked with these guys and they want to train them on some of the basics but it wasn't like kyle was in there saying hey this is my playbook what do you think about it that's not what kyle was doing then Right, but but you also got to understand that it's not about the plays that you're doing; it's, it's about the mentality it. in it's, your head. Exactly, like, it's, it's, it's his commitment. It, it, it quarterback is either you have it or you don't. But, but this is what I'm trying to say. When we had it. We had it. We had a kid when I was coaching football. 
two schools came out it came came in to talk to us about him and you want to know what the first thing out of this guy's mouth was how much film does he watch is he committed these are things that they ask okay you want to go I, we tell them oh, no and this is, oh, it's all that shit they look for missed the best part you broke up there. You got you got to repeat like the last ten seconds of what you said. Ah, uh, forget it. I ain't talking. <laughs> Damn it! Damn. Bro, let me. Okay, let me ask you guys this question. You ready? Who were the other quarterbacks in this camp that Kyle did the QB collective? You see what that I don't know. Exactly my point. The only reason anyone was talking about this is because they can link him to Kyle through that. That is it. That doesn't mean Kyle liked him. Doesn't mean Kyle disliked him or anything. The only thing that people are going off of right now is, oh, they're connecting a dot. And that's it. It doesn't mean shit. Kyle could have hated him back then. And he could love him now. He could have loved him and hated him now. It doesn't mean anything. Kyle didn't just go work with one person and say, hey, one day I'm going to draft this guy. That's not how it works. No. That's, no. that's not how I, it works. I, don't, I, don't it think I never said that. What I'm saying is he knows he – all right, whatever. Forget it. I'm wrong. It's just like we say all the time. Kyle goes and gets his it's guys so because they've good. worked in his system and he knows who they are. Brian Hoyers, uh, Kirk Cousins, like all these guys because we associate him with him because he was there and worked with these guys and knows what he wants. He knows – I think like – I understand where Tony's coming from. It's not about – it. like I said earlier, it's about the mindset of a quarterback. It's about knowing – and and like when they when they do that thing on the on the draft on the the whiteboard, right? When uh, which quarterback is it that does it with them? Uh, uh, Steve Mariucci does it with the yeah the Steve Mariucci, right? Let's just use him for example. When he comes in and says, "Okay, well I'm going to do the Y jet this that 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 this this this," they're doing that to see how they process things. And as a quarterback, it's not easy to process anything. First off, you have to have the the mind and mentality to play the position of quarterback. Second, you got to have the skill set because if you have the skill set but you don't have the mind, it ain't going to work. So I, Kyle no, knows. I'm not arguing against. Right, but that's that. what I'm saying. So Kyle being linked to him also is he was in his camp. He knows him because the only thing that's going to happen is you're going to get better mind-wise as you grow older. You're going to get smarter. You're going to get brighter. You're going to catch on to things more if you're coached correctly. And, and you can also say, okay, this guy's really good, but he has a shitty coach. But he still excels because he's that good. It doesn't matter what your coach is. Like, look at Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning basically took over. He sucked his first year. Who, who was I talking to the other night? I don't know if it was on the show or on the phone, through text. And they were talking about when Kyle was asked to recall a play. Was that you, Tony? Was that Brian? It was me. We were talking about it. There, I was t describing a. It was on YouTube or something. It was uh, just a clip, and during an interview, and somebody had asked him to uh, repeat the or speak out the longest play that they had. And obviously, at first, he was like, "Oh, I can't do that. I'm not giving stuff away." But it was. And he eventually did it, and it was ridiculous. It was like. You know, unless you were in the system, obviously you're not going to know what it was. But the, the the point is, like, it took him five seconds to rattle it off. Now Jimmy's or whomever's in there has got to be able to get that information, interpret it, relay it to his team that's in the huddle. I mean, so you have to be somewhat cerebral to deal with that. But that 
you know, we were talking about it. Okay. Do you think, does anybody here think that's what Kyle was going over with these kids in this QB collective? Not that. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Nobody's saying that, though. Well, you started your your last spiel about, well, it's just like we say about Hoyer and da 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 He likes people familiar with his system. Field is not familiar with Kyle's system. That's not what he was teaching him back then. I think it's, I think it's more of like he just has a familiarity with the kid because he met him seven years ago at this collective camp for quarterback. Right. He knows what his mindset is, how he grasps on to things, what he listens to. He doesn't know the playbook. He doesn't know if he's going to know how to call out a five-second play. He knows if he gets it and grasps onto it because he worked around the kid. And the kid right. is – Obviously, you're going to go watch him. You set up a private thing with him. You're going to go watch him. You watch tape on him. You see how he's excelled. And he, you know that at 19 or 8, 17, however old he was in the camp, he had the quarterback mindset, the grind, the, the learning, the, the grasping and taking everything in. So, I'm, And he even said that when he talked to him. I, you know, I worked with him one time in there, but from what I saw, he grasped on everything perfectly great. Like – that, that's where I'm trying to say that they have a connection because Kyle's not going to go. If Kyle goes to a camp or whatever, whatever you want to say, which he said he wasn't even supposed to be at that camp. If you heard him in the presser too, he's like, I don't even know if I can say that because I wasn't even supposed to be there. Right. So if you go, if you put two guys together, one is, is a complete left. I'm trying to think of a quarterback comparison. That's really good, but might not have it mind-wise. I, I I know who had it mind-wise, and it tra- didn't translate. I remember, I think it was uh, Mooch, and and he put Car he put um Carson Wentz through that X and O crap. And who was the other quarterback that came out the year Carson Wentz came out? Forgot. Uh, Jared Goff. Was it Jared Goff? Yo, Carson Jared Goff and Carson like, Wentz. They were one and two. He aced, like he knew he knew the X's and O's, the plays and all that good stuff. You know what I'm saying? And it, it kind of translated, you know, his first season onto the field. But I think that that video, that ESPN or NFL Network video that he did, I think that's what got him drafted high. Yo, like the fact that he was able to break down plays and tell what the defense was gonna be doing, and this is where I should go here if this guy comes up here. Like, like you get that from from certain quarterbacks, that cerebral part of the game, but. You know, the game is part that and then part it's reaction, right? Because <laughs> when you get on the field, you, that stuff might not happen. So you better be able to ad-lib. This is why I really don't think we should go the Matt Jones route. I don't think he's the ad-libber. I think we need to get a quarterback that can come in here. And, and if all isn't doesn't go well, get a guy that can come in and say, oh, no, you know what, I, I can fake this guy out, make one man miss, and get you yards. I Trey Lance, out of all the quarterbacks, is the only guy, and I know he played against less competition, but, like, you know how with Jimmy Garoppolo, the down kind of didn't matter in 2019? You know, Do you guys know what I'm trying to say? didn't matter if it was third and 30. Like, Jimmy was going to drop back and try to get a first down, right? Trey right. Lance has that same capability and ability. And if he doesn't throw the, for the first down, he can make you run. And so I all think right. the fact that having that threat in there – scares people 
So let me ask you guys this question. I, I disagree with this contribution that's up here, but that's the last yeah, one. Me I too. That's why I left it up here. The proper pro comps are Lance's Dak. Dak isn't even a runner. So that's not no, that, that's not it. Fields Cam, I, I no. Fields is way more accurate than Cam Newton. Uh Tony, where did Kyle send his 70-year-old father? Huh? Where did Kyle send his 70-year-old father? What do you mean, where did he send him? I don't know. This is what did Philpott asked you. What are you asking him for? I'm assuming that maybe he's Mike, was Mike, Oh, was Mike he, sent him? Oh, he maybe, sent him maybe, maybe he's watching France, didn't he? I mean, maybe he's asking North Dakota State. Did he send him to North Dakota? Yeah. yeah. To watch Lance. Okay. And so he's saying that the pick is Lance and they need the Jets to stay on Wilson. All right. So <laughs> these comments are crazy. I've been really looking through here. People think I don't like Fields. I am amazed. But did they watch the last two shows? <laughs> I, I don't even know what to say. Uh, but listen, let me let me ask you guys this question. Listen, we're talking about Lance and Fields and all that, right? We talked about who has a. Uh, we talked about um, you know the guys in, in their pro days today and stuff like that, and what we liked and what we didn't like and all. You guys talked about the, the ceilings, right? Mac Jones hit one directly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Breezy, Breezy talked about Mac Jones being the safe pick, right? And if I'm correct, the safe pick would be defined by who has the highest floor. Is that correct? Yeah. Or at least who's going to be the most consistent, the most steady Eddie. That's your safe pick, right? Who is the person with the lowest floor? Out of these top five quarterbacks, in your opinions, Mac Tony, Jones. I know. You, let let Tony go first, and I know you've got to go soon. I don't want him to have to jump off and not answer the question. I'm good for another half hour. Oh shit! All right. Well, whoever wants to go first can. Mac Jones for me has the lowest floor. Yeah. All right. Brian, Wayne, Nick. I mean, Nick, Tony. Oh, lowest. No, I just pissed everybody off. No, I yeah. Think who, I'm yeah. asking who has the lowest floor. Who is for the me, biggest risk that has the lowest floor? The biggest risk for me, and you can say lowest floor just because we haven't seen enough of them as far as I'm concerned against elite competition, and that's going to be Trey Lance. Okay. Nick, so now that you understand the question, are you sticking with McCorkle? No, I thought you meant like the highest floor, like meaning it can't. it's not going to go to the highest ceiling. Um, lowest who's floor. The, who, who is the biggest risk in these top in these top four or five guys? Like, because they could be like, who who has the biggest bust? Let, let me ask you this: Is it for year one? Yeah, let's go with year one. We're drafting right. him to start right now. Because gonna, I mean, because some of the guys that have yeah, but all the guys that we drafted doesn't mean even starting them. So like, Jimmy is still the starter. Sure, well, but like you said, Wayne, what if Jimmy gets hurt week one, week two? And what if he doesn't? And but so, who, like, that, who are you going to spend the third round pick on that could be the biggest risk? Right. I think is what Mike is asking. Yeah. To me, there's it's both Mac and Trey Lance. Like, it's got to be Trey Lance because he just has the he doesn't have enough for everybody to say. Oh snap! He has the wow, but he doesn't have the film to you know. Neither does to, Mac Jones though. Nat Jones has a solid year and and a half, right? 
And plus, Mac Jones' last season put up 44. When you want, when you draft a quarterback, you want a quarterback that can throw the ball. And so Mac Jones threw for 4,500 yards, 41 touchdowns, and four interceptions, right? And so, was that, but, but you heard him today. Jones, the but he, he had but, the, but, the best running backs in, in the college. He had see, the I, I hate that. Receiver. I hate he that caveat, yo. Line. But, that, but then, we, so if, we, if we're going to say that as his caveat, then how the fuck are we getting mad at Trey Lance, who don't have none of that shit? And like, like how, how, like how can we say he's this bad if he's not playing? Again? We don't have elite competition, elite Wait, I'm just whatever. I, I can't say that Mac Jones is that awesome standalone. I can't see you drop him in any system, and he works that way. All these schools, bro, got just stars, man. All the schools like recruit stars. Ohio State got running backs and wide receivers, and 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 I don't know who the hell played for BYU, but, but that's my point. Like. Like schools draft stars, man. Like, oh, man, Troy. <laughs> like who plays for BYU? But, but Mike, for- or, Wayne, you gotta you gotta understand too. Alabama has the two best wide receivers coming out. A hell of a running back. Like you heard Mac Jones say today, it's not about what I have to do. I just make the throw, and I have two of the guys on the outside that I- are the best in the collegiate level. I'm not discredit. I'm not discrediting that. Discrediting that part, bro. I agree with you guys, but my point is, he still has to make the freaking throws. He still has to get to the get the ball to the receivers. He throws them open. Like, watch him play. I'm. I'm. Why am I liking Mac? Stop. My point is. No, you're 100 percent right, Wayne. Wayne, you're 100 percent right. You you are 100 percent right. The kid can make the throws. The knock on him is his arm strength. And his, in it. my opinion, his commitment, all right? If you go between his head, between his ears, he can read a defense, process the defense, make a decision, snap that throw. But the thing is, obviously, you have to kind of question his commitment. Now, let's take it back to the history with the 49ers in Alabama. This is very interesting to me why they're even why they even went there, to be honest with you. I think they went there to try to draw something up with Belichick, with Garoppolo, to try to show that they are interested, but... Whatever, but my thing is, we drafted Reuben Foster from Alabama. Reuben Foster, they swore up and down. He was a good kid. Da 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 da. He changed. Blah 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 blah. He he didn't even make it a freaking year with the 49ers. He's out. He's done. All right. Now, do you trust? Right? Do you trust the Alabama coaching staff in that college? Now, you flip the script. The relationship that John Lynch has with Will Muschamp at South Carolina, he trusts him. He told you straight up about Depot. There was a there was a there was a podcast with Matt Mayoko and, and Muschamp. He goes, "You got to understand something, Mayoko. I put my name on this line. If I lie, people don't trust me. My kids don't go to the next level. I tell them the God's honest truth because the rumor was with Depot coming out, his um his weight issues. He had the potential to put weight on, and he told John straight out." We were on top of them, but da da da. So is it coincidence that Debo, Kinlaw, potentially uh, Shy Smith this year, Joe Horn, um, not Trace Horn, whatever his freaking name is, they Jason could draft Horn. another South Carolina kid because they know that it's come. It's the truth. There's no hidden bullshit. They're gonna tell you how it is. Now, Mike was doing some research today and found shit that I didn't even know about and probably a lot of the world didn't know about a Mac Jones. Okay? I know some stuff that's about ma- Mac Jones. That's, that's maturity questions. You want to invest 
your third overall pick in the first round. I'm not saying talent-wise. I'm talking about maturity and, and decision-making off the field. Like, these are all things that you have to talk about and put – when you make your decision, you have to lay this all out. And that's why I'm saying what I'm saying about the whole Fields thing. He worked with this kid. He knows what he's about. Even if he's 15, 14, he's, he's still young, but you could see how the kid is wired at that age. Is he going to go out with his friends and screw around and dick around and go out and get drunk, or is he going to spend some time breaking down some film and shit like that? That's all I was just trying to say. So who do you think has the lowest floor? I think, I, I think it's Trey Lance. I think you have to say Trey I would Lance say has Lance the lowest too. floor. I think that's the that's the only logical. Decision. Yeah, year one, I think I'm going to say Lance too. I think Lance can become a good quarterback. That's why I asked if it's just year one. I only I only asked that because if you can you take the lowest floor guy after giving up all that to go and get him. I understand what you think the ceiling is. But with all that you gave up, and people I, are going to say, well, it wasn't a lot. I, 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 don't, I don't think logically, Mike, you, me, Nick, Brian, Tony would do that. But Kyle Shanahan and John Lance, are, they're, they're different. Like, if, if that's their guy, then they're going to do it, and they'll suffer the repercussions or the benefits from it, right? I don't think it's the logical thing to do. If that's your low, if that's the guy that provides the lowest floor, I don't think you said. I don't think it equivalent. It, it's you know equivalent to two first round picks, a third round pick next year. You know, just to get because he has a super high ceiling. Because you want that guy. If like you said, if Jimmy happens to go down, or if Jimmy gets traded, this guy has to be able to come in and do the damn thing. And if he has the lowest floor, that's going to be the issue, and right? That's exactly where I was going to say to you is I don't think Kyle Shanahan and John – Kyle, Kyle Shanahan. I always do that shit. Kyle and John are going to do – I don't think they're going to – I think they're going to pick the guy out of whatever three that they like and say, who is the most pro-ready? Because Jimmy gets hurt. They know it. They said it. They, well, the most pro-ready is the guy that you threw in there in the lowest floor conversation in Mac. That's he's why the most, Jones, he, he, I don't think so. He's the he's what? the most he's the best fit for our system. That Matt doesn't make Jones him can go into any team and start day one. No, that's what no, people no, like no, about no, him. No. What do you mean no? I, I don't think I, so. I, I disagree. <laughs> I disagree. I don't. That's, I don't think he can go into Baltimore. Like I don't think he could go into Baltimore and start and and sure, win. I don't think he could go on the Buffalo because that's not his style of football, Mike. They run a totally different style. You got Greg Roman running running plays there that running Matt Joseph is a running oh, quarterback. I, I, I see what you're doing. You're, you're looking for the people who run running offenses and, and, and eliminate it. Okay, fine. You asked me, can, can this guy go he, into the to he can any go into ninety percent of the NFL teams and start day one? That's why he's such a safe pick, and that's why everyone's throwing him into this top five conversation. There's nothing special about him. But he, he's a, a kid with intelligence. He's a kid that will play in the pocket and stand tall in the pocket, maneuver the pocket, and make the throws. That's why he's the safest pick, because he can go in there and be a day one starter if you absolutely want him to be. There's nothing special about Mac Jones. There's nothing special about this kid. The reason they're talking about him being drafted in the top ten 
is because he's the safest pick. I'm not saying he's the best. I'm saying he's the safest, and he can start day one. No They're what? talking about him so much because he played at Alabama with a shit ton of weapons. That's why they're talking about it. if he if no, Matt Jones went to a different more, school, more, you think they'd be talking than, about him? No, there's more. There's more than that. They're talking about Matt Jones because of his lineage and his linkage to Kyle Shanahan and that system. All right, and so you got to think about the system that Matt Jones is running in Alabama. That's the guy that was working with Kyle Shanahan uh, in Atlanta that took over for Atlanta when Kyle Shanahan left, who was the offensive coordinator for Atlanta, who's now the head coach for Alabama, who implemented the Kyle Shanahan system in Alabama. And so that fact is that Matt Jones can run Kyle Shanahan's system. That's why they're talking about him. Because now that Kyle Shanahan has moved up to three, all of a sudden Matt Jones is a top three quarterback. It's like he's before he was top five. Now he's top three all of a sudden, right? And he was projected to go later. Even in the second round, he was projected to go. And so now all of a sudden, Mac Jones is getting this upgrade because of the connection to the system that he knows. He knows the Shanahan system. And so that's why I'm a little nervous because you got a guy that knows his system. Shanahan likes his guys, but Shanahan also said, he was trying to be different. Like he wants an el the, the elite. I don't know what the hell Shanahan is talking about half of the time. I don't think he knows what he's talking about either. And so hopefully Shanahan is trying to do something different. Like I, I don't know. But that's the guy that fits his system. Does that make him the most pro-ready? I guess. But in my opinion, I still think one of the other guys are more pro-ready. I think Trevor Lawrence is more pro-ready. He's just going to go to a shit team and struggle. Right? And so he's not going to look as good. That's my thoughts. I got a wild take, but I don't think it's worth sharing right now because I don't feel like arguing with four people. With that, I have a very, very wild take on, Shan on Shanahan's system. So, but Mike, let me just ask you something, though. Don't you think that Mac Jones is being tied to the Niners so much because of – how can I say this? There was, um, a, com there was a comparison between – Because his comparison to uh, – Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins. There, there and, was, and how much Kyle Shanahan has publicly said he likes Kirk Cousins. Oh, yeah. He so, loves Kirk. But you also heard Kyle Shanahan say the other day that he wants to evolve. Mm -hmm. So is he going to stick with, you know, like the media well, is, look, we do it all the time. The media, what, what they do is you hear a buzz. We talk about it. We talk it into existence and make it something to where it may not even be really be something. And then these are the things where, okay, we know Kyle Shanahan. We know he drafted Kirk Cousins. We know that he was publicly trying to get Kirk Cousins. He said in his presser that he was going to get him if Jimmy didn't come here. He was going to hit free agency and try to get him. So they take, they take a guy who looks like a same comp to Mac Jones and say he's a fit for Kyle Shanahan. But they don't know if Kyle Shanahan wants a guy that can run and extend the play now. So they're they're forgetting about that because they're going off what Kyle Shanahan has shown and done in the NFL. I not swear to God you're trying to read my mind, bro. So not, remember I said that remember I said I had a hot take on Kyle Shanahan's playbook or his his offense? You said I was just going to say what about his 2012 offense with RG3? Right. I don't That's think Kyle saying. Shanahan so, has a set offense. I think Kyle Shanahan sets an offense to whatever his quarterback is. He said, like he said, 
Right. Just like he, he did said, last year with three different quarterbacks. He yeah, said Tony, right, Tony, and Tony just said, said that earlier. And Tony right. said that earlier. So he said in his presser, he said, I'm trying to think of exactly how he said it because I don't want to be quoted on this, but. And you can quote him. He said, um, when they were talking about the other quarterbacks and the ability to escape the pocket and things like that, he was talking about how he loves he loves guys who can buy that extra time. He loves guys that n- notice if some like basically if something breaks down, he can get that you know. And and he wants to evolve. He basically said he wants to evolve. So. <laughs> Nobody in this world knows what Kyle Shanahan wants to do. We know who Kyle Shanahan is and what he has done. And he probably would have been extremely successful with RG3 if the kid learned how to slide when he was so when he was uh, you know, so young. So you look at you look at numbers like that with with Kyle Shanahan and RG3 and we're automatically just saying Mac Jones well, media is automatically saying Mac Jones because of the ties, because he he's a comp of Kirk Cousins, and that that's the only reason I think Kirk that the only reason I think Mac Jones is in the conversation at number three. What do you guys he think? Wasn't, that- he wasn't when the Niners were at twelve. He was not a pick for the top three. Right. Not so. Not not talking about us, but do you think that the media, big media. How how respected do you think Chris Sims' opinion is in that uh, avenue of people? I mean, because he is really the first one to say for public that he he put him in his top five. I think as number three, he put Mac Jones as number three, and then that's where it seems like that's where it snowballed from. And because Chris you know Sims what? has ties with Kyle Shanahan, Brian, did Sims do that before or after we traded up? I uh, I was just gonna say that. That was right before, wasn't it? Yep. Yeah. There's something behind that. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. There's something right behind before. that. Yeah. There's Go definitely ahead. something behind that. Sims is put. Sims is pushing him to, to get. Uh, I know what he's doing. Oh, shit. Man, Kyle Shanahan's playing chess. He knows that the league knows that his best friends is Sims. And just like it was asked at the presser, does Sims know what your true desires are? He laughed and said, yeah, I tell him everything. Right. Then he answered the question. Then the next question was asked. Then he went back and said, hey, by the way, I was just kidding. I can't tell him stuff because whatever, whatever. But he let that sit. And if, that, if you are reading a printed transcript of Kyle's presser and you only read that question about Chris Sims, it's going to say yes I tell him everything. That's it. Now, if you continue reading, it's going to be different. But he let that – this is chess. He's playing chess with the media. And, Tony, this goes to what you were saying about if there was a show to even go to this pro day. Now, personally, I think that they went to the pro day for different reasons. I don't don't think they were looking at McCorkle. I think they wanted to talk to guys like Landon Dickerson or, you know what I'm saying, like – uh, the the corner that's over there too. I, damn, uh, certain. Like I think they were going to talk to other people. I don't think it was just about the the quarterback. Right. But Tony, you were saying like, th- th- is there something else to it? And you guys are getting there. You guys are getting there. Now those are the dots I like to see you guys connecting. Now, those are the now ones. Let me ask right you something. There. You honestly, do you honestly think Kyle Shanahan 
would let Chris Sims say that continuously without saying, yo, cut the shit out or start changing it. You honestly think he would do that? If, if they were seriously like interested in him? Right. That's what I'm saying. He wants right. to play in it. No, I yeah. know. I, I'm just. Yep. Well, yep. he, I mean, he even publicly said at the presser, he said, somebody asked, you know, does this speculate that you guys are looking into Mac Jones? And he's like, I haven't talked to Chris. And even if I did, I wouldn't tell him what we're doing because Chris talks too much. That's what he said. He's like, yeah, Chris literally opens his mouth too much. Yeah, but you 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 didn't you didn't hear you how he can't say there. something to him because then he can't say something about it. There was a whole. I mean, he had like a good two minute talk about his conversations with Chris Sims. But that was the following question. He left that question hanging. That's what but we were talking about. While absolutely. Well, yeah, and then he said, "I forgot to a- answer this or something he, like that." And he, he, went forget, back. he wanted that transcript to get out. He wanted that transcript to get out because uh-huh. when they asked, "Does Chris know what your intentions are?" At number three, he was like, "Ha ha ha! Yes, I say I tell Chris everything," and then yeah. he answered the rest of the question. Then right. the next question was asked, and he was like, oh, my bad. I forgot. He didn't forget. But on that question, you could watch Kyle's face get less confident mm-hmm. when he says, uh, and I think I wrote it down here, um, there's five players. Who do you want to put or, yeah, put your fu- who do you want to put your future in, right? But he seemed way less confident when he was making that statement about who he was hooking his horse to, and he was glad that they had a month to really work that out. Well, that was this face right here. <laughs> <laughs> he was very much less confident than the yes, rest sir. of the, the yes, uh, sir. So the let's talk room. about it, guys. We're here. The conversation naturally came this way. We had a precedent breakdown, and I'll be honest with you guys. I was less worried about what John Lynch was saying, although there was a lot of takeaways from him too. But uh, Kyle Shanahan was my focus because I know that John Lynch is media trained, posture positioning mm-hmm. the way he breathes kyle not so much not so much and so i watched this presser and took cues from kyle's body language more than anything else so i want to i want to ask you guys what your thoughts were in general because i have a whole long list of notes here from this presser and, and i, and I just want to know what you guys thought it's funny that you say that because the very first question and john is media trained he understands how to use his nonverbal communication and as soon as the first question was talked about or asked who talked to jimmy on friday as soon as he said the name jimmy he starts playing with his watch and he's fiddling with it and then he starts wringing his hands and then he's wiping his hands off in his pants so that means he's probably sweating you know it's just like he I don't feel like we're getting the full story there. You know what I'm saying? There's there's more to it than what you know what they were saying. It's you know usually they used to be very transparent until last year when they had to button things up right and they were going to do a lot of misdirection and I feel like that's where we're headed now so they can ensure they get their guy at three. As well as to touch on what you just said right there, Brian is when the conversation came up about oh to to john so when you guys talked to jimmy how did he feel and kyle go or uh john goes looks at kyle look at my very first part of my text here what does it say who spoke to jimmy exactly so jimmy or john goes yep and then they were like was he pissed off or basically or whatever and then kyle's like um I spoke to him. I first. spoke with Jimmy first, 
right. then John goes, and I talked to him later in the day after that. Yeah, right. But he says, I spoke to Jimmy first, and, you know, Jimmy's a professional, and he understands where we're going with things, and he understands that he's part of our plans, but Jimmy also understands that he needs to stay healthy, and blah, blah, blah. But you notice that he used very specific words. He's still part of our plans. The plans could be to trade Jimmy's ass away. It didn't say he was going to be the quarterback. <laughs> now you're talking. Now you're talking. He didn't say quarterback. He used very he said, specific words. He did, he did say that Jimmy was pissed. He said, yeah. and then, but then he, he went and said, a pissed off Jimmy is a good Jimmy. It could be good for him too. Oh, wait, That's wait, what he wait, said. wait. Hold on. Wait, wait, he wait. plays better when he's angry. Wait, wait, wait. This was when they were talking about how Jimmy's gonna react to competition. This is the face I saw Kyle Shanahan make. <laughs> Not bullshitting. Swear yeah. to God. Go back and watch the question. He made this face during that. You know, angry Jimmy is a good Jimmy. Yeah, okay. <laughs> All right, Nick. <laughs> that was the face he made on Kyle Shan Kyle Shanahan talking on Jimmy Garoppolo. And that competition, that's the face he made. It was, all right, well, were you like a pissed off, Jimmy? Let me ask you guys a question. All jokes aside, tell me one game you saw a pissed off Jimmy Garoppolo. Never. He's always smiling. He's very or hurt. He's either smiling or got the hurt face. <laughs> yeah. And that's what got me pissed off about him when he was smiling. He threw that interception versus New England. Yeah. He, he did. He, I don't want to say he was mad after throwing interceptions. But he did play better after th making a mistake. Mm -hmm. But he doesn't show it on his face right. at all. Like, so I don't know it. if he can say, <laughs> I'm mad, Jimmy. Or that was a just, good response. Just the way that he played was a little bit better. After he made a mistake, he did normally play a little bit better. Nick, that was a phenomenal answer. That was the one answer I wasn't prepared for. I like that. After he throws an interception, he comes back and he's pretty on fire that next drive that next right. drive yeah but we knew that like like that's what we know yeah but yeah. that's mad he's mad at himself he comes out he performs he he does perform better after he throws an interception so yeah, we yeah, need we, him because i mean you look at like nick mullins he throws interception and it's a complete damn meltdown afterwards like, he melts. right we used to say <laughs> that we said that we would say that last season all right after jimmy gets his first two interceptions we're good like you know what i'm saying get him out of his system and then boom do that every game. He have thirty interceptions. He'd be right there with Jameis Winston. <laughs> all right. So, all right. So we talked about who spoke to Jimmy Garoppolo, right? And and John passes. He digresses and gives it to Kyle Shanahan. Shanahan said that he spoke to him first, and then John said I, I spoke to him later that day. Um, <clears throat> something else uh, that stood out to me in this was that they said free agency went better, allowing them to be excited about Jimmy returning. Free agency, now this, this is one sentence I wrote, but there's two things here. One, free agency went better than we thought. Right. Allowing them to be excited about, about Jimmy, Jimmy returning. Yep. What the hell did that mean to you guys when you heard that? Someone, like, I'm gonna pick this shit apart. I'm telling you now, I'm picking this apart. These words were said with a purpose. What I took from it was their plans were to get upgraded quarterback. I think he even mentioned Deshaun, didn't he? He's like, mm -hmm. guys don't come available. Deshaun, 
you know, Brad, um, not Bradford, um, Stafford. Stafford. Mm-hmm. And he said, we didn't think that free agency was going to go the way that it was. And we're excited that it did so that we can bring Jimmy back or keep Jimmy. Because they even said that if they couldn't, they needed money, he was gone. Yep. Like, that's blatantly what they said. They weren't going to restructure his contract until they absolutely had to because they wanted to push that as long as possible. But they got just as much money now as they had in the beginning of free agency. When all those people that were asking, why have we not restructured Jimmy Garoppolo's contract yet? That's the reason. Because if we weren't able to sign Juice, Trent Williams, uh, DJ Sharks. Jones, Jones I, yeah. Ward, he was going. Not, not Ward, Ward. restructure. Ward, Tart. Tart, that's what I meant, sorry. Yeah, I, I don't think that they expected the free agency to go as well as it did by being able to bring back all of their players just about on a right. lot of one-year deals or whatever or whatnot. And so because that went so well, they didn't have to really make a move on on you know restructuring jimmy g's contract so it's kind of like a bonus for them because at the end of the day the 49ers can still walk away from jimmy and still make out with some money right and so what would hurt them though is if this quarterback situation doesn't pan out then when the trade went down that just made everything even better right and so now the 49ers are like you know what you know we can keep jimmy right draft our quarterback for the future and then cut that mother sucker uh, next year if we need be, or if Jimmy proves to be what he's supposed to be, like we got a win-win. Jimmy does his next two years on the on the contract, and next and and now we got our quarterback for the future. And guess what that means? That means quarterback for the future ain't getting paid shit. So now you can go ahead and extend Fred Warner. You can go ahead and pay Nick Bosa, and so now you got some money to be working with. And so. The 49ers are in a great situation due to the fact that they were able to rebuild, um, bring guys back from their own um, free agency. Like, I did think that's anybody what it catch is. this? Because he said, Jimmy is our plans for this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, oh, no, no, no. They, they made it very clear that they made Jimmy aware you're not the future. Yeah, right. like this they, year, they he's that two years left on his contract. It doesn't matter what is left on his contract. They made it very clear that he's no, not no. I'm future. saying, like, instead of saying for his contract, he said this year, mm-hmm. right? He didn't I'm say these the, are our plans to finish I'm, out his contract. And Jimmy knows that. And, and so the thing is, Jimmy has to go out there. And so this might light a fire in his ass. Look, I got to go out here. I got to be healthy, and I got to be great. I got to be healthy, and I got to be great. Now he can he can cause a hissy fit. And not play, and the 49ers are like, okay, you just don't get paid. And we got our we're gonna get a we're gonna get our guy anyway. So it's it's a win, 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 no matter what, for the San Francisco 49ers. It's just a win. I just find it funny too that in that quote he said when he was talking about Jimmy play Jimmy plays better when he's mad and it'll be good for us. It'll also be good for Jimmy. Yep. Too. Meaning Jimmy can go out and ball out so he can get another contract or go somewhere else where another team wants him. That's what I'm saying. This is this is your time to prove it, kid. Like I'm giving you the opportunity. We're keeping you here. If so you basically, stay healthy, 
If you yeah. stay healthy, you're going to get another contract somewhere. So, so basically, Mike, that statement you asked us about, what does this mean? This means, Jimmy, you're playing on a one-year contract for $27 million. Go make something of it. <laughs> like, or, or you're done. Because we're going to cut your losses because we're getting our guy. That's what that means. Yep. And this, this goes back to, Mike, what we've been saying. Well, I know I've been saying. I believe you were saying it, too, is you keep Jimmy here. It's a win-win situation for the 49ers. Either A, he stays healthy and balls out and ups the trade value. Or B, he falters, gets hurt, and you still cut his ass and you still save the $27 million. He ain't even got to get hurt. And you get to groom your rookie quarterback. He could just suck. The one thing I wonder about that, what's Jimmy's injury clause this year? Does anybody know that? There is no one out there. Actually, he doesn't have one. Someone said that I forgot who it was, but if he's on the roster the first week, something kicks in. Some clause kicks into that that contract. I don't know what it was, but I gotta go look at it. But I can't do it now. Brian, I'm gonna I'll green. look it up. Why you guys are doing it? Brian's yeah. literally turning green and disappearing into the. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, big guys, we see we see the contributions, guys. We thank you all for them. We're popping them up on the screen, but we want to stick with the flow of the show. Um, so we'll we'll try to get to some of these things later on. All right. Um another another note I had here. Um they made it clear that Jimmy Garoppolo can still be traded. You all heard that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He said if the right offer comes, if the right offer presents itself, his ass is grass. I mean, gone. And even that's, I can be traded with the right offer, right, John? That's, right, yeah, John. That's what John lost his composure. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it, I thought it was funny that he tried to lighten the mood by putting himself on Me the trade But I, you I, you answered that question way too quick, bro. And and I think he was just saying it like anybody can be traded. No, nah, right that's play. not that's not that's not what he was just saying. <laughs> nah. That's that's not it came like Mike said it came out wicked fast like the response to the question was like oh yeah anybody for the right price like yeah like and then he threw himself in the equation to to save face a little bit of diversion there yeah like to save face <laughs> call a dickhead <laughs> he knows he knows that John Lynch has a gift of gab and so. He was like, yeah, oh yeah, we could trade him. Oh, and like anybody, me too, right, John? Like, John, take this from me. I'm 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 verbally vomiting over here. Like, take this from me. And John was like, No, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> and then that was it. It's like, all right, back on you, Kyle. You know what I'm saying? Like it was, I thought that was I thought that was a telling moment in there, also. Uh, let me see what else we have here. Uh, we already know this, but it says uh he can still be traded, will attend Ohio State's Pro Day. Um, I oh. thought it was interesting. I put that note in here. That they they mentioned that they will attend Ohio State's pro day. They said that when they were asked about going to see Alabama, uh, going to see McCorkle. Oh God, I got to stop saying that. Going to see Jones throw in Alabama uh, at Alabama's pro day. I'm just mad you know his government name, like the whole name. Like it's Michael McCorkle. I, mean, I, I got to know my Michaels. Yeah, but you don't have to know the McCorkle part. It's a funny word, like. Say it. Say it again with a straight. Sound face, like man. Steve Urkel, man. Like something like that. Like look, look at the camera and say McCorkle <laughs> with a straight. Bro, face. I don't want to say that guy. I don't like, know what that name being said in San Francisco. <laughs> Michael um, McCorkle, starting cornerback. Michael McCorkle. Michael McCorkle. Jones. I need an echo. I can't do it. I need an echo for that. 
<laughs> he Did you hear that over movie. Levi? McCorkle! No, fuck oh that. <laughs> oh my god. All right. You know, um, I also thought it was funny. Was it, uh, I think it was like the fourth or fifth question, and it was the the older gentleman who is um, not. I don't know if he has a stammer or what, but he when, every time he talks, it seems like it's hard to get his questions out. No, that's Eric Branch. He's not hey, Eric. Old, well, never mind. Yeah. Uh, he said uh, he asked him about whether they had any intel, and John, with a smirk on his face, not it was, and it was very subtle, but you noticed that he wanted to smile about. It. He's like, we don't have any, or we don't. We don't get any intel from anybody else. I'm like, you guys know something. <laughs> but he he, he kind of took it back though. He said he tried. We don't have any intel, um, you know. But then he said, any more than what you guys have. We've heard right. that, you know, they like uh, Jacksonville likes Lawrence, you know, and, and we we think that, you know, that Jets could be going with you know, with Will. Like right. he he can't even he can't even like leave it out there. Mm-hmm. He had to like double back and like just oh you know well I mean anything that we've heard is the same stuff that you guys have heard, right? Does that mean that you heard it from them or you heard it from mm-hmm. the public like we heard it? There's a difference. I understand that you heard what we heard, but where'd you hear what you heard? What's from? your source of what you heard? <laughs> yeah. Right, exactly. Where's the source? Right, right. So you know, I just thought it was I thought it was funny. Go ahead, Nick. I saw you. Now, I want to talk to you about that because I called you and asked you that question. Because you're the biggest conspiracy guy on our squad. <laughs> I want to know from the other guys, if you guys call it a slip from uh, from Kyle. Are you talking about the starting rookie quarterback slip? Oh, no, I got that written down too, Brian. Don't jump ahead. That's oh, not sorry. it. Don't jump ahead. <laughs> Where he said, the question was asked to him, how do you feel about guys like Trey Lance and Mac Jones, I believe? He said, I believe he said Mac Jones in there too. He started talking about Trey Lance and he oh, says, yes, How do you yeah, feel yeah, about yeah, him? Yeah. yeah. How do you feel about these guys? You know, not being not being able to see them, work with them, uh, you know, everything's gonna be virtual, blah, blah, blah. And then he went on and said, you know, they don't have a whole lot of college uh experience or whatever. And uh, you know, how are you gonna work with these guys? And he says, Yeah, you know. You wish guys like Trey Lance had more uh, games under their belt, and you wish that you'd be able to train for this. And same thing with Mac Jones. He but, said Wilson. He said Wilson. But then he, he goes, but you also wish Zach Wilson had a lot more games. Yeah. <laughs> and Zach Wilson wasn't even in the question. And he continued to bring up Zach Wilson time after time after time in this press conference. So that's where I asked Mike. I'm like, do you think, like, you know, we've been asking, like, we've been asked a lot of questions on the, on the panel, right, from fans and everything else. Do the 49ers have an inside, an insight, an inside on the Jets with Robert Sala and knowing what the Jets are going to do, right? So they don't have to move the two, right? So basically, if I come to you and, and I say, hey, Brian, this is, so I'm Kyle, you're Sala, right? Okay. Hey, Salah, um, you don't need to tell me who you're drafting, but are you drafting Zach Wilson? I can't tell you who we're drafting, but we're not drafting Zach Wilson. Sure. That's it. indirect communication, too. Uh, yeah. Com- indirect yeah like, confirmation. You don't, you don't have to tell me who, who we're drafting, but are you drafting Zach Wilson? No, we're not drafting Zach Wilson. 
Okay. I think they're sold on Darnold. They're going to take Sewell. It's going to shock the freedom. <laughs> and you and and we seen it. Salah was at Zach Wilson's pro day along with our guys. The trade didn't go down until Zach Wilson's pro day. The 49ers only needed to move up to three. All of a sudden, instead of moving, you know, we didn't even talk to the Jets about moving to two. It was five, four, three. Three. We took three because it was the best option. Are we looking at this wrong? Could Zach Wilson really still be there? And if it's Zach Wilson and Justin Fields there, who are you taking? Are we answering this now? Is that is that what you want to do? I, I guess we can do that. Fuck it. All right. Let's get there. All right. So, well, wait. I want to hear people's opinions on that first. What Wayne and Tony, what do you think from that? Go ahead, Wayne. Um, well, I got to go first. Y'all know I'm playing the game. Because <laughs> you're supposed to be here with us. I am here with y'all. I'm listening to you. That don't mean I'm 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 here with you, but I'm here. <laughs> so when when Kyle was asked about the playing time of certain players, he voluntarily threw in Zach Wilson. And he continued to mention Zach Wilson by name when Lance and McCorkle. That's a smoke screen, man. Look. The guy that that, that I I just <laughs> he's doing that. Hopefully, I'm surprised that didn't take attention off the Mac Jones thing. You would think that that everybody would been like, "Oh, Kyle mentioned Zach Wilson." Zach, I Wilson. don't think other people caught on to that shit though. Yeah, okay, that's fair. That's fair. But if they did, if they were paying attention like they should have been, like, what if what if the conversation between him and Salah was? What if Salah says, "Listen, man, I, um, I'm I'm not going to draft a quarterback, but if I did draft a quarterback, like the guy that I think I'm looking at is 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 uh, Justin Fields." And so, what if Wilson is the guy, like has been the guy from day one, square one? And so, what if Kyle is throwing nuggets out there saying Wilson is the guy, but since nobody's paying any him any attention anyway, because everybody's Mac Jones, Mac Jones, Mac Jones, maybe we're missing something. And so maybe Wilson, that's why he keeps putting Wilson or keep reverting back to Wilson. Wilson, 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 Wilson. I don't know. I think Kyle is playing games with everybody. I think John Lynch just shuts up and lets Kyle play the games. And I think we just got to sit back and, 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 and wait. And to answer the other part of the question, um, Wilson over Fields, I'm going Fields. I want the tougher guy. Like, I want the guy I know that can take a licking and keep on ticking because you're going to get hit in the NFL. And I mean, you're going to get hit. And I want the guy that's going to be able to get back up, complete the throw, do whatever it is he needs to do. Um, and he just comes. If we're going to talk about pedigrees of, 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 of schools, like, I mean, you guys mention that all the time. Oh, they, you know, they go to this school. I mean, he went to BYU. You got a guy that goes to Ohio State. And so give me the Fields guy because he's proven in national championship games, even though he can't win them, he can get you there and he can produce. He still performs well. That's not a shot at you, Nick. I hate you, but that's not a shot at you, bro. That wasn't a shot at the Ohio State fan. I'm just saying that's the guy that I would rock with. I just think he's the the he's the the best option for Kyle Shanahan. I would go Fields over Wilson. I like it. I like it. Tony, the pressure's on you to answer the questions. Uh, also, really quick, the coach gives a $5 contribution. He says, uh, I know you were talking about some kind of uh, caveat or 
uh, stipulation in Jimmy's contract. He wrote in here, cut Jimmy G by Labor Day. Uh, his base salary becomes fully guaranteed as a vested veteran. Uh, Jimmy has a one-time clause to take the full balance, the whole $25 million. Is that possibly what you were talking Jimmy, about, Tony? Yeah, it's something like that. I knew something. If he was on the roster week one, I, I, I think so, that incentive would kick in or a clause, whatever the hell you want to call it. Okay. All right, so what do you think, man? Do you think that there's some some love between Wilson and Shanahan? And if so, if they're both there, who are you taking? I think that there's – I mean, I think definitely they're interested in Wilson. I just don't think the Jets are going to pass on him. I really don't. I think the Jets like him. They they were enamored with him at the workout. The whole regime was there, uh, LaFleur, Sala, Joe Douglas. So, you know, I, I think that's their guy. So – I don't even think he's going to be at three. Okay. But for uh, argument's well, sake, if he was, would you take him over Fields? Uh, or anyone else, mm-hmm. trailer, whoever. Well, no, the question it's is tough. if Fields if, if field and Wilson are there, That's tough. which one would you take? Oh, man. See, and that's why I think they're going to be doing for the next month is pounding that decision, you know, pounding it out to figure out which one they're going to take. You got to go with the more durable guy, man. That's that's how I look at it. Yeah. They're dealing with the quarterback that takes some huge hits, you know, and and still keep playing. You're looking at a a quarterback that has played one complete season in in the last few years. I I don't, I think they want a guy that they know that's going to be durable because they're going to ask you to do some things. That's the thing that scares me because they're moving off. They're moving off of one quarterback with durability issues, and to go to another one. And he his frame is a little lanky. Um, but if you're talking just as a skill set, I, I I would lean towards Wilson a little bit. As far as like a, a passing quarterback, I mean they both have both their offenses that they're in have have Shanahan principles in them. Um, they're both – one, well, Fields is definitely a lot more mobile than he is, but he has the ability to get out and run too. I, I don't know. That's, I wouldn't want him to make that decision. Four, four, <laughs> yeah. When, I thought go. Kyle Shanahan likes speed. Since we, so we, we getting away from that too? Speed well, don't man, matter man, at the quarterback position? He, he, he stumbled twice and still ran and a 4-4-3. Four, 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 right? A 4-4-3. Four, four, you're on mute, buddy. Or, yeah, you're on mute, Nick. And, you know, I'd be curious. I mean, I know that earlier in the offseason or maybe it was right at the end of the collegiate year that we had heard some rumors, and I don't know if there's any legitimacy to it, about Wilson having some character flaws, you know, leadership issues and and uh, kind of like what we heard about Rosen with him being um, more elitist, I guess, if you want to go that direction or just, you know, feeling like he was above other people or better than other people. And so I don't know if there's any legitimacy to that. But if that's so, then that's I would assume that's somebody that the Kyles and and uh, John are not interested in. You know, Wilson. Talking about Wilson. Yeah, with Wilson, Wilson, the one that they said was never a captain. I don't know. Yeah. Was that him that they said was never a team captain? Yeah. Uh, you, you were trying to jump in. Oh, to answer your question, if I had to choose between the two of them, I I wouldn't want to make a choice. If I had to, I would take Fields 
but I would not be upset with either one. So I, I, I answered the question. I want field. I wouldn't be upset with either one though. Um, also, I don't know where that is because Jimmy's last fully guarantees was on four one of 2020 and it was 15.7 million. After that, he has no guarantees for injury. In 2018, 2019, it was and 2020, he got 15.7 million, 15.7 million of 2020 salary guaranteed for injury in 2018, 2019, and 2020. Right, he no longer has any guarantees, but I think that that uh, donor was correct in stating that. I do believe that there's a trigger once they make the 53 or 55 man roster that portions of their salary, if not all of their salary, become guaranteed because he's vested, he's a veteran. Now that could be guaranteed to him. Like if we traded traded him, then that would follow him to the other team. We are not responsible for it. It's just he's guaranteed to make that much for the year. Um, yeah, I understand that, but I don't think he's getting paid that guaranteed money. Like Completely. If you cut him, he gets all that money. I think if you cut him after a certain date, and I don't, like I said, I don't know if it's Labor Day or what day it is, but I think if they make the 53, there's different rules that come in, and I'll have to go look those up. <clears throat> there is something here that says annual per game active bonus 50,000, 800,000, six LTBE in 2021. I don't know what LTBE is. Likely to be earned. Likely to be earned. So those 800, in 2021. Right. Those are the incentive. That's his roster bonus. Right. Right. But that's it. Right. But anyway, I was going back to cut in to you guys was an actual, another scout had Justin Fields lower than 4.4 on his clock. Yeah, no, the official time did come back at 4.43. Yeah. So that was, and then uh, with him like tripping in the beginning. Yo, he went out and said he was trying to run a 4-4. He's trying to run oh, a 4 He threes. said he wanted to run a 4-3. Four, 4-3, three. Four, three, yeah. Oh, yeah, 4-3, right. yeah. But still, a 4-4 four, is... I mean, oh, man, this is... It's going to be so exciting when he's here. I can't wait. I can't wait. All right, so I got some more quotes here. See if you guys took anything from them, and then I want to show you guys some faces of Kyle Shanahan. <laughs> <laughs> All right, because oh, I got more. Trust me, I got more. I thought um, you got a new job. Huh? <laughs> it is finding the faces, the many faces of Kyle Shanahan. No, I'm just saying. I thought you got a new job and you're busy. This guy's pulling up facial recognition, bro. I, I got to. I, I I do the prep. I'm ready, man. You know, you know how I am, bro. I've been excited to talk about this presser since before it happened. I couldn't wait to overanalyze and and overreact to what they were going to talk about. I got to do it. I, I have to. I have to do it. Um, let me see. Where do we go? Where do we go? Where do we go? Uh, seems like the plan is to stay with Jimmy while the young rookie learns. Uh, that was a feeling I took away from the pressure until they asked the question about the trade. Right? You felt like they were willing to stick with Jimmy Garoppolo while the young guy learned. That felt like the game plan. Like, am I alone in that? When you, when you guys go back and you watch and listen to this presser and he's talking to uh, when it's Lynch and Kyle talking about Jimmy and their plan, and he's still in our plan for this season, and da da da. And Brian, I know you're right. The plan could be to trade him. That's part of the plan. But it felt to me like they wanted to get a quarterback and let Jimmy stay until that quarterback they felt was ready. Didn't mean that Jimmy had to get injured. Didn't mean that Jimmy had to lose a game or have a bad game. 
we're going to ride with Jimmy until X is ready. That's what it felt like to me. I wanted to know if you guys felt that same way. Well, like I told you guys before, I felt like that was the plan up until this, until the beginning, first question of the of the, com- the press conference. And then. So the rest of the press conference didn't, didn't give you that feeling? No, it kind of set the tone for me. I mean, when, when you have someone, like you said, who's media trained and is answering a question like that and cannot stop fidgeting, and then you see him wiping his hands off, that means there's nervousness or anxiety, sweating's <laughs> happening, you know. If you can't answer that question, like fully, honestly, just legit and not have any of those kind of things, then there's something else going on. And you said yeah, it was the yeah. first, the first and that was the very first question was was uh, when he said yeah. he talked to Jimmy. And as soon as he started thinking that as soon as he said Jimmy's name, he started he messed with his watch for like, I don't know, 20 seconds. Then he put his hands together and then he was wringing his hands. You know, and then he's looking down at the table as he's talking and not maintaining icon. Now I know they're like on Zoom or whatever, so um, you know it's kind of hard to keep eye contact sometimes. But like I said, he's media trained; he should be able to do that with the camera, right? All right, okay. I do also. Didn't he also say that it would be? You, I don't know if he directly said it was going to be a competition, but didn't he kind of say it indirectly? He said that, you know, bringing another guy in here pretty much or drafting the quarterback is just going to light fire, you know, make Jimmy matter. That that's kind of how that you can you can factor that into saying, now we're about to bring in some comp. We've been saying that for the past couple of seasons. So you bring in some guys that Jimmy can't just beat out flat out clearly and Jimmy might play better football. Iron sharpens iron, right? If Jimmy's iron or it breaks the other iron <laughs> all right all right all right um what what nick Th- this contribution oh you, you don't he you still didn't like the press i think it was just all about jimmy I, there was nothing else asked about the rest of the team it was just jimmy's jimmy's the only thing that matters bro it, like, it was the, the, no i'm saying that? it was the same questions in different forms look man right now I told y'all Jimmy need to come out, say something, do something, <laughs> eat a donut, eat a Twinkie with the footage. Did you hear that Jimmy Garoppolo didn't even talk contact? to Trent Williams? Say it. Damn, Mike. Yeah, that. Mike said it. Damn it. <laughs> Fucking Mike. I've been playing this video game the whole show. I want to say one thing. He comes out and says it before me. Because you got lost. I thought you started focusing on the game. No, bro, I was looking. I, my camera's up here, so, like, I don't have it on my – it's on a stand. Oh, so like, I gotta, I'm, like, sitting here watching your game in the in the reflection of the – Only the, you, Nick. You got nothing else to yeah, do. No, no, the, seriously. Did you hear that? It's in the picture oh, behind you. Thanks, Jerry Rice. <laughs> but did you hear that he didn't congratulate him on the deal? What's, what's up with that, Jim? See, I'm telling you, something ain't right, cause. Something ain't right. Something not right. And that's why Kyle Shanahan sweating bricks. Because they know that going well, Jimmy Garoppolo, if the right trade come in, he's probably Gucci. Audi 5000, gone. Zippo, cut. I will defend Jimmy on this part. As in where we say he needs to come out and say something. Like, he has to have – what's that? I say that. I'm saying that. Oh, okay. Yeah, Wayne was saying that he needs to come out. You know, we've all been saying that Jimmy hasn't made an appearance to talk about 
you know, what's going on and how he feels and all this other stuff. But you also got to have the people that want to talk to you. Like, he can't just record a video. Sure he can. can. record a video and just post it. But he doesn't. Jimmy, he can record a video. You go on Instagram, you go on whatever you record. Hey, what's going on? Can't wait to get back to work. Bam. You can't tell me at 10, 5 to 6 seconds of whatever I just said. Wouldn't people just be like, oh, snap. We watch all these videos of everybody else. Debo doing calf workouts. Uh, Kendrick Bourne sporting a new chain from a new team. Uh, uh, every we watch all these videos, but if Jimmy come out, we trying to say we won't watch that. Yeah, like, Jimmy on, is man. the most awkward person. I I agree. Like I agree. he's not just he's he's a he's a he's not a guy that is going to publicly do that. Like he's just not that guy. Okay, I I'm like it's it. like I'm... when we ask people here on our on our thing, do you okay? Are you okay with video? Like you see how nervous he is in his pressers. Like, it's, it's he's not going to just record a video of himself and throw it on social media. Now, if somebody it's, it's, set up an interview with him, I think he would take it. But the press doesn't want to talk to him. Like NFL Network's okay. not going to be like, "Hey, can we set up this interview with Jimmy Garoppolo?" Well, like Jimmy, you, you should you. call you. Well, Jimmy, you should contact your left tackle that's got to protect your blind side and just say, "Man, can't wait to get back to work." Absolutely. I'm done. <laughs> Oh, okay. All right. I'm with you in spirit. And I agree in spirit. But did you hear when Trent Williams was asked about Jimmy in the quarterback situation? <laughs> what, what What did he say? I'm here to block for whoever. Yep. I'm not calling you. Fuck you then, dude. I'm not, I'm not calling you then. I'm not Whatever, calling you then if that's how you feel. I mean, yes, legally, yes. You signed the contract. You are here to block for whoever. But come on, if, bro. if Jim if if Jimmy took it that way, then Jimmy's a he's a he's a butt chuck, yo. He well maybe, but he literally supported somebody who's not even on the roster by saying that. He said, but, "I'm here to block for whoever." Uh huh. This Trent Williams went through three fucking quarterbacks last year. He don't know who the fuck the quarterback's supposed to be. He's here to block for whoever. He got paid truck break money to block for whoever's throwing the ball. That's all he said. I get that. <laughs> it might I, not be uh, Jimmy. It might not be this. But Jimmy, if Jimmy knows I'm the QB, I'm going to contact my left tackle. I'm sure he contacted Mike McGlinchey asking, hey, did you gain weight? Did you do anything? Did you block? I'm sure that happened. I'm just okay. saying, bro. Whatever, Mike. I, oh, I, yeah. I get your devil's advocacy. I get to it. Cha to change the subject real quick. <laughs> and I know we're not in on Deshaun Watson anymore. Or anything like that, but that that area is going to start heating up a little bit more because. What you mean? The lawyer. So I follow his oh, Instagram God. page, right? Oh dear God! Uh, the lawyer page, the Busby dude. Yeah, the Busby dude. He just said he's not. Well, let me let me stop ruining what people are going to say. Go ahead, you got it. So, what was he reporting they were going to do three weeks ago? Oh, we're going to make it a question and answer segment. All right. Anybody want to go? Because I know he's going to turn the information over for the investigators or whatever. He was going to turn it into the police station, right? Right. Well, now he's coming out and saying, he, now he's coming out. He said, um, I'm going to try to find the easiest part. Overwhelming. We'll continue. All right. Uh, did, did, did. Oh. 
Our team, these Deshaun Watson cases continue to mount. We filed two more public cases today. Our team has been roundly criticized because these numerous brave women haven't filed formal criminal complaints with HPD, although we have provided info to other organizations. Here's my worry. When I ran for Houston mayor against the current mayor, I called the resignation of the former police chief. I was thus reluctant initially in these important cases to provide info to HPD. At least while Art Acevedo was the police chief, even though my brother-in-law is a long-term HPD officer, Mr. Acevedo has now left Houston for Miami. Yet, I've since learned that my legal opponent, Mr. Harden, had a, has a son who is on the exclusives command staff of HPD. I am not saying in any way that Deshaun Watson's lawyer, Mr. Harden, has a son who has a position that would compromise HPD and its investigation. But I support I support his service along with all Houston police officers. I think the rank and the file know that. But I am saying that me and my clients will go elsewhere to provide our evidence to investigate our authorities. Stand by. So he's not turning anything into a Houston police department for reasons of uh, McCall's lawyer and when he had to make somebody resign from police chief. This guy is full of shit. Right? He's an ambulance chaser. I mean, you look at his background. That's so, what he does. He's a civil, so, civil king. <laughs> that's crazy. I'm not saying that what he, there's no validity to what he's saying because there, I have seen times in cases where someone can't or feel they shouldn't report because there's some crooked shit going on in that police department, right? However, mm -hmm. he just named personal reasons. Mm -hmm. so yeah, that's what I'm saying. A lawyer, you should rec recuse yourself and then push those women into the right direction so that they can go to a lawyer who won't have that same conflict that you're thinking about. Or you file your charges in another precinct. Are you telling me that all of this happened in Houston? That nothing? You got 27 women now that no, not, not a single one of them had their massage happen in Florida or in, in Dallas instead of Houston? Like, you could go to another police department. All you got to do is find out where one of them happened. Right, and it's a civil suit, so there's no real ramification except for financial. I mean, obviously the league can do stuff, but if these women were honestly worried about it happening to other people, it should be a criminal suit, which they would have to turn over information. And they're not going to shout. We can't and say I'm going to be the quarterback for the Houston Texans. I guarantee you, all this will go away. Mm. Yep, it's all. It's just all a, a money scandal, man. Like I feel bad for Deshaun Watson. I mean, I mean, I I feel bad for anybody's name being dragged through the dirt. Right. Even Mike's. I mean, you know, I like him, but <laughs> I'm just messing with. But if there is any legitimacy, it's not to take away from those women who may or may not have had right, something. Right, right. And I'm not saying that not that way. With right. The way I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that something didn't happen. I, mm. I don't know. But when you say you're going to turn everything into the Houston Police Department and then people call you out <laughs> on it, and now all of a sudden you have personal reasons as to why you're not doing it, you knew you had those personal reasons before. So I just wanted to make everybody aware of that. I know that we're not in on the Watson trade or anything like that now, but this may start to heat up for other teams now. It still feels like a smear campaign. Oh, uh, all right. Sean says, who is this, Brian? Freaking FBI interviewing tactics. Watch that guy, fan. Kyle and John sounded like they were trying to sell T-Rex armed Jimmy G. He gone. He gone. 
interrogation or interviewing tactics, huh? That's the right. military in you. I got some more. <laughs> it's just attention to small things, man. Is that who's that who's that coming from? The echo. Did y'all hear that? No? All right, never mind. Echo. Echo. I mean no, Breezy well, said he has to go. Yeah, oh, the echo stopped. He must have lost that game in Madden. He don't look happy. No, 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 no. I won. I, I was just doing completing challenges, yo. I, them junks on all Madden be like almost hard to do. You playing on play the five or people. the four? The five. Ooh, Daddy Warbucks. All right. Uh, <laughs> listen, um, damn. Um, here we go. So another slip up that happened in there. Brian alluded to it earlier. Um, Kyle said, "When you bring in the starting quarterback, uh, when you bring in a starting quarterback, I, oops, I mean a rookie quarterback." Mm -hmm. No, but if you go and you slow that down, like I took, I turned it to half speed where everybody sounds drunk, and and watched, and he doesn't change his facial mannerisms at all between the two statements. So I think that was a genuine just error. Like I don't think that there was anything under undermining about what he was saying or he was insinuating something different than what he meant to say. <laughs> wait, but if there was no wait, wait, wait. That's not we didn't change anything. Something should there should have been a twitch. When you make a mistake like that when you're speaking, it, uh when when you bring in the starting I mean a rookie quarterback, there's a twitch. Well I mean right when he readjusted there was there wasn't like he didn't it wasn't like he realized oh I shouldn't have said that. It was like oh that was a mistake sort of I mean you well, would he, get he a bigger did have a little he did have the yeah, there was a stutter. Oh, I mean, you know, oh, I, yeah. you know, he threw okay. that in. Yeah, I do. So think I didn't think that, that it, it meant like I, it was an honest mistake. I don't think he was trying to allude to something else. Okay. I do think that that was a mistake because you're sitting here talking about rookies, 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 and then you go to Jimmy, and it's like, well, when you do bring in a, a starting quarterback or whatever, rookie, whatever, I think he was just, mm -hmm. I, I didn't take much out of that. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. All right. All right. Let me see what else I have here. Uh, he said, oops. And Kyle admitted that it was a gamble to move up to three, but it was also a gamble to start the season without a top five quarterback. He and he, he said that there's not many top five quarterbacks in the NFL, too. He also right. and then he kept saying five, ten, five, ten. You know, it's like. Well, that was the next line. I, I was I wasn't gonna tie it together, but he said I often go back between the number five and ten. But you gotta have one of those guys, right? And clearly, Jimmy isn't one of those guys. <laughs> he finally admitted it. He finally no, admitted then, it. Guys. He, he didn't finally admit it. He's been saying these things, man. We just haven't been like trying to own in on the stuff that he's been saying. Like he's been saying that. <laughs> he has not been saying. Bro, he has to been saying it every wait, time wait. they ask. Every time they ask Kyle Shanahan who is starting quarterback, was Jimmy going to be starting quarterback? He never really said it was going to be Jimmy as a starting quarterback. He just says wait. we believe in Jimmy. Blah 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 blah. Same thing with John Lynch. Like these guys, they, right? Well, right. It's always <laughs> been in their plans, bro. They Mike, never let me ask you this. Shows before, you said Kyle's not happy with. Jimmy, We're like, what are you talking about? When you're on the field doing this, you're not happy with him. Do you think this is top five? 
That's touchdown. Field goal. <laughs> no. And that's what we said. But do you think with the papers? I Listen, I was saying that because of body language and not what he was saying at the right. microphone. Bro, Kyle Shanahan just tried to convince us at the start of last season that he had three starting quarterbacks on his roster. Don't tell me. That's his job. That's his job to convince us. He can't come out and be like, oh, this dude suck. This dude suck even worse than this dude. And then I got a dude that suck worse than that dude. I I told you before. I misspoke. He said that he had three starting caliber quarterbacks on his roster. He did. They all had had a chance to start. (laughs) Because you're a starter. They've all all started the first play of the game. Just because you're a starter don't mean you're starting caliber. it's his wordplay, bro. You like wordplay. It's the way he's he's trying to, like, woo the people over, man. He's throwing stuff out there to the media so they can just get off his – anyway, guys, I got to bounce, man. I got to get in this bed. All right. Yeah. Thanks for jumping on, man. And, uh, yeah, man. Good luck yeah, with your man. I'm done with that. I just got cut off 10 minutes ago. <laughs> I'm going does, to bet. Does, does Kyle, um, with, this, with this quarterback situation, right, I don't like this view. Like Y'all looking at my boogers. <laughs> All right. <laughs> does Kyle um does, does Kyle uh fuck where'd it go? All right, never mind. I, I don't know. I want to go through some of these facial expressions that I saw Kyle make throughout this press conference. Brian, Nick, yep. I'm gonna put these pictures up here and you guys just tell me what you think. Or how you think Kyle feels just from these still shots. Okay. Here's number one. Angry. Hmm. I don't know. You caught him mid-sentence, so I don't know. His mouth's half open. Look at the body, though. Look at the body language. Forget the facial expression. So he's got a flat palm. When he gets to jabbering, he has his fingers locked together usually, and then he's wiggling them. So, you know. He does look a little angry, but he doesn't also he's got a smooth forehead, so there's no furrowed brow. Right. The flat palm, what does that tell you? Nothing? Doesn't tell me anything. You don't think he's relaxed with the flat palm? Not with that face you currently have him. Not, them, <laughs> not them eyes. No, man. God damn it. I knew I should have paused it. Like, all right, all right, fine, fine. So you don't know. All right, here's another one. Ready? He just got traded. <laughs> <laughs> Um, that I think that's his like. How can I say when he's in his bag? I guess kind of like feeling confident. He's talking about something that he knows. Hmm. Hmm. I think that flat palm on the table here. Now you can see he's fidgeting with the cup and stuff. And I I agree with you here, Nick. I think that palm on the table like that uh-huh. is when he's prepared for whatever the question is. He's not being caught off guard and he's confident in his answer. Okay. Now, <laughs> here's this one. When he was talking about he's searching for an answer right there. And he and he was talking about Lance and Wilson's playing time. This was a question that Nick brought up. And Nick was talking about how he kept 
unintentionally. You guys are killing me with your eyeballs, man. Uh, Nick was talking about how he kept unintentionally, or maybe intentionally, bringing up uh, what's his name, Zach Wilson. Right. This is this is when he was having that conversation here. Now look at his hands. Look at his face. What is you said he's thinking about something there, Brian? Yeah, he's looking for an answer right now. He's searching his his rolodex of what he should and should not say. Is what it, what I think. Damn it. All right. Why are you changing the screen? Why I, was, I thought maybe it would put the picture to the side and us on the on the thing, but it did, it didn't do that. No. Like, you can't believe John Lynch just farted right there. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think there. Yeah. Oh, oh, I'll go back. What? Hello. I think he there. Like when I think he's content in what he's saying. Like he's looking like. Well, you can't see my face, but <laughs> all right. Can you guys... Surprised. Guess what he was talking about in this segment. Tell yeah, me how you think he feels. This... Yeah. Well, when you cross your arms, you're more restricted in what you're saying. Uh huh. And, and there was a point during the presser where he checked himself on what he was allowed to say. Yep. What point was that? Wasn't that when he was talking about another player or something? Yes, sir. Kirk Cousins. Good job. Oh, yeah, Brian. when he was saying, I, I, I'm not. He looks over at John and says, I know I'm not supposed to be talking about another player on the roster. And then he turns uh, back and finishes the conversation. Uh-huh. He finished it anyway. Yep. <laughs> Very funny. good. Very good. Brian, good shit, man. Nick, good job, bro. And this was the last one's here when he was talking about Jimmy <laughs> I don't know what we're going to fucking do. <laughs> He's talking about Jimmy Garoppolo and the quarterback competition, man. Oh, that was fun. Squeaking one out over there. He was like, That was that was fun. Now, did anybody over there watch the Nick? Did anybody over there, you two, did you guys watch the uh, the um, Kwan Williams presser yet? Yes, I I did, but it was real quick. I mean, it wasn't really totally immersed into it, mostly with the takeaway for me was uh. He wanted to come back to be, you know, put the family back together, essentially. Get the, the band, the boys back together, whatever you want, however you want to say it. Well, did. I didn't hear it. So please, please fill me in. You said it was short, but he was happy. Yeah, it was like six minutes long. It was it was a lot of. It's actually pretty long for a corner. They don't usually talk that long, except for Sherman. And they talked about uh, Kyle giving him his nickname or how he got his nickname, the shark. And it came from Kyle. And it just stuck. But he did say that uh, he did have a meeting with the Chiefs and he did have a meeting with the Jets and there was mutual interest in all. Um, <laughs> Me and Nick don't fight. I just noticed your background. <laughs> Contract wise, um, he did. He did. Uh, he did say, but he said all the offers were pretty much the same. And the question was, do you feel that the cap this year? you know, prevented players from going where they wanted to or, or getting paid or things like that with contracts. He says, yeah. He's like, are you looking forward to a cap higher next year? And he says, yeah. He's like, but, you know, I'm happy to be back with the Niners this year. I'm going to ball out, hopefully stay healthy, uh, improve in my game. And, uh, you know, right now I'm a Niner and we'll see where that goes next year. And then he said, I, hopefully it's with the Niners. When he said, yeah, when he was he talking about his new contract, he's in and hopefully that's with the Niners. Yeah, hopefully that's with the Niners, but we'll see where that goes. He also said that 
um, that his teammates are a big reason as to why he came back here. They they were saying, "Come on, run it back with us again," you know, "come back," da da da, and that ultimately made him make a decision um, to come back here as well. Like he wanted to play one more with the guys. He said, "Good shit, man." Okay. All right, so he didn't drop any juicy nuggets or anything like that. He didn't misspeak about something. No. Okay. no I, I do. He. It looks like he's growing his hair out, though. I didn't see it at all, so I, I have no idea. Let, I don't, let me I'm see if I can find it, just to show you. <clears throat> Everybody's trying to grow their hair out and just like. Everybody want to be like Mike, baby. I, you know. You, you want to hear that play that, that they have to repeat in Seattle? In Seattle? Well, anywhere, but Seattle's a lot, or Kansas City, the loudest stadiums, right? This is oh, what, okay. what the quarterback has to deal with in his oh, helmet. This is the. Uh, yeah, I don't have the audio, but I can read you the transcript. This is what uh, Kyle this was is, going over. Right. This uh, is what Kyle. The, the QB collective with Fields. No, I got you. Go this is what Kyle. I'm being a smart ass. I know what you right. This is like one of his longest plays. Why short to short? Excuse me. Why short to short clamp ace? H2Y bingo X comeback cannon with roll right B shallow on two. Mm -hmm. Now you got, you have to receive that, be able to tell your team that in the huddle with all the crowd noise and hope that everybody understands what the fuck is going on. <laughs> well, I know they, I know that typically they say the play call twice. Typically. I mean, but right. But I, he's only got 15 seconds. You know, if there's any questions or if there's an audible that's supposed to go with that, you know, I mean, all right. All right. That's impressive, man. That's that's our coach. Oh, I see you, Nick. Yeah, I'm going to download it and put it up here. Oh, you're doing it now? Yeah. So you can see it. He looks like a cartoon character to me. He does, right? He oh, looks weird. shit. You guys ever see Sid the Science Kid? Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. Oh my god, hold on, hold on. I hate that I'm about to do this. Oh shark, hey, just bro, I love you, man. I'm I'm gonna do it, but I love you, bro. I I, I do. I really, really like Shark. Y'all know he's one of my favorite players on the squad, right? So what I'm I've about been to a do, day one with, with Shark. That there's gonna be no disrespect here at all, but I, I gotta do this. I I have to do this. Hold up. She said. That's what I was just about to put out. Shouts out to Nick and Mike sitting on the same couch, but just on different ends. <laughs> it's comfy, right, Nick? Huh? I said it's comfy, right? It is comfy. Can you smell the what? The char underneath the couch? Shut up. He wasn't here for that, was he? <laughs> yeah, oh, it was. Sure. He was. Damn. <laughs> I was here for that. Damn right. Niner. That's right. Very good. Very good. Was that live on the show or was that after? That was after. Oh, okay. All right, cool. <laughs> All right, so here we go. So you got your picture that you want to show, Nick? Oh, yeah, I just pulled it up. Oh, you put it up there? Yeah, I put it up there already. All right. Now that's that's him. Ladies and gentlemen, meet Sid the Science Kid. Come on, bro. <laughs> nah. What do you mean, nag? Kiss my ass. That's Sid. It's Sid. 
I guess you could get away with animating in that way. That's definitely Sid the Science Kid, man. Sid the Shark, somebody said. Sid needs to have not so much round eyes. Tony Two-Tone says, Sid the Shark. He looks like that legalization in California might be helping Shark right there. (laughs) Yo, bro, he looked like Sid the Science Kid. I don't care what y'all say. You got to watch the show. (laughs) I love that cartoon, man. Well, my kids love it. And then I just get I get walking around singing shit. Oh yeah, Rams fan back up in here. You gonna throw some contributions tonight, bud? Give us the rest of that stimulus. Yeah. (laughs) All right, guys, we're we're gonna take this thing to the two hour mark and wrap this thing up. And I am all out of presser talk. I am all out of Niners talk. Uh, Did we talk about the schedule and everything? Did we did we break all that down? Like the new schedule? Did we do that on the last show? What? That we added another game or what? Or our schedule? we, We talked about that all already, right? Because I got some fun questions, you know, some random questions I'm going to ask you guys. Like last time I asked you oh. how you get rid of your toenails. Uh, what? what do you mean? We already talked about this. I said that. I said oh. I asked. I said questions like that. So before I ask my crazy-ass question, <clears throat> we'll give you two the opportunity to bring up one of these crazy-ass questions. I wasn't going to bring up a crazy-ass question, but a lot of people were still saying that we overpaid for the third, and we had talked about it before, right? Um, and if you look at what we were missing at thousand points, right? We were having this discussion a couple of nights ago. It was the three of us, and we talked about it. And when you go and you look at what the trade value is, and this because next year's first round is equal to what this year's second round should be, right? So if you're gonna or any future picks are equal to what one lesser round would be. So our current sit sitting at 470 and 470, right? For those two extra picks we gave away, and then the third round, which would equate to our 60 point fourth round pick equals a thousand points. Exactly. So we actually didn't overpay at all for that third round pick. Mm-hmm. 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 I think if anything, dude, like I said, with that whole pick, I think we, we won because I mean, I don't think we won, but I, I don't think it was bad because of the fact that we didn't touch any. Anything this year. This year. Absolutely. Yeah. No, I think it was a phenomenal trade for the Niners. Um, you know, and, and if, they go with one and two like we think they're going to then the Niners can control the draft and if they the Jets switch it up and end up shocking the league and taking Sewell and said there's potential you could see the 49ers recoup a first round pick by trading back a spot or two you could see that happen that's if they like two of the guys if they if they right, like right. If, if they, they still like have their guys on the field, table if they like Wilson and Fields but see here's the thing it depends on how far back they're going that's what because we're... You can't go back to spot six. Then right. you're done. You fucked right. up. Yep. You know it's over then. So depends on it depends on what they do. I, I like it though, man. I like it. I'm just All saying right. there's other there's other options. I mean, obviously they've said they're gonna take quarterback at three. I mean Nick, you want to break down Ollie's contribution here? Yeah, Ali, aloha. She says, uh, hey professors, finally got some time off work and I'm happy I get to see this live for now. In regards to Jimmy mentoring his He's pissed. Do y'all think this is think it's a good idea? Really, Aloha, Ali. What time is it? It's time for lunch. Um, I mean, we kind of talked on that, touched base on that. I mean, I don't think we talked about. I don't think we talked about Jimmy mentoring anybody. Right. We have not. I'm saying we talked about him being pissed. Right. Mm Hmm. Um, I don't think he's pissed because he has to mentor. I think he's pissed because 
He's going to lose his job. He got fired <laughs> right. on his day off. Right. Like, he, he, yeah, exactly. So yeah. I don't know. Right. And we've heard quarterbacks say before, it's not my job to mentor that, that young guy. That's not what I'm getting paid to do. And I will be completely honest with you. <clears throat> I wouldn't want Jimmy touching my rookie quarterback. No. I wouldn't want him training him, teaching him anything. Because if it's one of the two guys that I think it's going to be, their skill sets are completely different. My rookie quarterback would have the playbook that I am designing for him right. and working with the QB's coach while Jimmy is getting all the starting reps. That's what will be happening. You work on the playbook I have designed for you, not the one I have designed for Jimmy. That's that's how I would do it. Absolutely. I got a good question, though. Mm -mm. What? How can I say this? What is the weirdest thing that you've seen in someone else's home? Because, Mike, I know you work. I know you work with O2 and stuff like that. I've worked for the cable company. So I don't know, Brian, if you've been in other people's homes, it could be friends. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't, I've never had an occupation that would take me into someone right. else's home. Um, except well, what would be the weirdest thing you've ever seen in someone else's home? Velvet picture of a black cat. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell is that on the wall for? <laughs> was it I'm a touch? Thinking, was it a touch and sniff? No, but you could. Oh, it was velvet. I was like, "What in the hell?" But you know, whatever. That is weird. And it wasn't like an. It was like almost like a, a like an pseudo hourglass. Like it was an elongated. It was like a, a an animated cat, not a like a real life cat. It was like. Somebody had drawn a cat and then put all the velvet or had it made into a velvet pick painting. It was weird. Wait, was it it moved so it was animated? Like it no, moved? no, no, like a, like a drawing instead of oh, like it was oh. a cartoon esque cat. Bro, was, I thought you said it was animated. Like I wouldn't even been in that house. <laughs> um, it's it, it's we. I don't know. I tell you guys a story about um about Doc Long. Nia, do, you, do you know who Nia Long is? Uh, if you watch The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, she was Will Smith's wife. Mm -hmm. The one that he made, Lisa, in The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Did I ever tell the story about this on, on the show? No, but I've heard. It wasn't that she was, it wasn't weird. I was working for a pest control company at the time. And I'm doing this big house in Trenton. And I get upstairs to the attic. And it's like a shrine of Nia Long up there like posters from every movie and you know little kid pictures and stuff and all that stuff and i'm doing my treatments and everything and i'm not thinking about anything like i'm just like looking at all the pictures now i had a crush on Nia Long at the time i still do so i do the treatments and i get back downstairs to the guy and i gotta get to sign the ticket for the services and I said, hey. Oh, I think you told me this. Yeah. I don't know if I said it on the show or not. I'm like, hey. I'm like, uh, you're at it. Got a thing for Nia Long, too, huh? She's cute. He was like, yeah. It's my daughter. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. I was like, hey, my bad. No disrespect, sir. I'm sorry. I didn't mean. I didn't mean. So, like, it wasn't that it was weird, but I made it weird. You know what I mean? I mean, I've I've been in one person's house uh, where they have like this whole like devil 
worshiping section yeah, like in a the shrine. kitchen. Yeah. Huh? Like a shrine. It was it was more than a shrine. Like they had like cookbooks and shit in the kitchen. They had like, like you t- cooking utensils and shit, like upside down. Like you ever see the goat head with the horn, like the the yeah. they had all that kind of shit in the house. Um and I've been in a hunter's house. And this guy had every kind of animal you could ever see, like taxidermed or whatever. But uh, the 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 weirdest one was like a jackalope, <laughs> huh? Like a jackalope? No, it was it was this. It was the head of a. Uh, hold on, wait. I'm, I'm going to show you because I have it on my Facebook. It was the head of a like the the big ass. I guess like. It was bigger than an ox. I can't remember what it's called. I'm going to show you. I don't think it's a buffalo either. But this head was so damn big. When I got into the room, I thought it was like the a, a tall coffee table. And then when I got closer and I realized what it was. Bro, this picture, there's a bookshelf behind it. And this thing is like towering over the bookshelf. Hold on. Let me find this picture really quick. I'm almost there. This like he had, he had like lions in there. He had like elephant parts in there. He had he was like a big game hunter. And I know this kind of stuff like offends people and pisses people off. I'm sorry, guys, but I was asked the weirdest thing I saw in someone's house. And so when I'm looking at all these animals that he had put up and stuffed, this big ass head just lay. All right, so he had you see like the jaguar, yeah, right? the cougar. The cougar. The cougar, he's got like the zebra, he's got the polar bear under the pool table. I thought that was cool because of all the peas, you know, like the polar bear. I, not that I would do it, but this thing here was just sitting in the middle of his floor. It's like a yak. Yeah, that's what it is, a yak. Bro, this shit was the biggest thing I've ever seen in my life. I can't s- imagine seeing an animal this damn big in the water. That's just the head. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, big, lit, they had they got them in those like a water buffalo. They're like in the Philippines. Like I had a sergeant major who was like shaving in the same water that that thing was shitting in. I was like, you got to get out of there, dude. You can't be doing that. But they never they don't listen. Marines that is a doctor. big, powerful creature, bro. I don't know what the hell he shot that thing with. That thing is massive. They are big. The funny part is, like when I was in the Philippines, you just got like a little like five year old with a you know he's got a rope with that bull nose ring in there, and they just towed him around like whatever. Come on, yep. Very docile animal. Shit. See, that's why animals need to revolt. We need to like union <laughs> together or some shit. Like, look at what you're letting control you. A five year old kid with a string. Like you take shits bigger than that kid. No, let me hook a bull ring to your nose and pull you around. See if you come. You wouldn't have got that close in the first place, baby. It's, I'd have been in your living room floor. It's called. I will. I would knock you out with a trank. That's what I'm saying. I'd have been. Oh, oh, I said okay. All right. No, that's oh, what I'm this. saying. I shoot you with a tranquilizer and I hook you. That's what All they right. do. All right. You want to know I, what, what my weirdest thing weird was? Question. Huh? You want to know what my weirdest thing was? Oh yeah, hell yeah. So I worked for the cable company. And this is before I was maintenance and working on the main lines. Um, I was a like an installer or whatever. So I'm working in Tampa and I'm working down by um, Bush Gardens, which is 
you know, it's oh, never mind, it's Virginia. No, Bush Gardens in Florida, in Tampa. It's not like uh, the most friendliest place, I guess you could say, right? So I go inside this house. I knock on the door. Guy answers the door. He's like, oh, yeah, it's the back room TV, blah, 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 whatever. The house is filled with smoke, right? So they're smoking out, whatever. It's cool, whatever. It's your house. Do whatever you want to do. So I walk in the back. (laughs) I go into this room, and, dude, there's two nines sitting on the counter on the coffee table. There's lines of Coke lined out. A stack of money, right, and a pile of other drugs. And dudes, so two chicks are sitting on these two dudes on the ends. And then there's two dudes standing in the corner on one on each side, right? But that's not weird. Like, I'm okay with that. That's a Saturday night for some Right? Places. Whatever, right? <laughs> but the biggest thing was is the Coke lines were spread out over a holy Bible. I just said to him, he was like, oh, yo, you cool with this? I'm like, whatever. Like, I don't care. Man, you do here to fix the TV, bro. What am I going to say? No. But you it was weird as shit because I'm like, how you got all these drugs and you're snorting off the Holy Bible? Like, weird seen, to me. Weird. People roll up with, with the Bible. It's crazy. Yeah, that's weird, man. Mm-hmm. That's weird. But. I'm gonna have a I'm gonna have a good question next time though. All right, no, that was good. It took us over two hours. That was good stuff, man. Um, I wish I had something like more weird. And some like I don't know what I don't know what's considered weird. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I I've seen oh I have seen in real life, uh, in someone's house like the kids on the leash. That shit's always weird to me. <laughs> yeah, that's weird too, like, bro. Putting I'm the harness on the in the house. Yeah, bro. I, yeah, I'm, I'm would, stealing them. Why would you not? Why would you have your kids on a leash in the? I mean, why would you have your kids on a leash at all? But why would you have them on a leash in the house? <laughs> yeah, like that kind of shit's weird to me. But here we know. go. This is a sports show. One quick one, real quick. Um, what sport would be the funniest? How can I say this? What sport would be the funniest? To add a mandatory amount of alcohol to. So, like, you have to get them drunk in a sport. What would be the funniest sport watching drunk people do? Live. Probably basketball. (laughs) Oh, God. Because that would be a disaster. Like, you can't, like, baseball, you're going to miss it. The guy's not going to pitch. I mean, that's not going to be fun to watch. But when you watch... 10 guys trying to get up and down a court drunk all over each other. That might be actually kind of funny to watch mm. running back and forth too, like mm-hmm. upsetting that stomach, trying to steal the ball from each other without fouling. You know, it's, it's going to be a mess. <laughs> I'm going to go with bowling. I think those guys Somebody said that too. <laughs> Isn't it required to drink beer at the bowling alley? No, no, but that's not drunk. Wait, <laughs> you said, well, he didn't say drunk though. He said, uh, with a certain amount of alcohol, add alcohol. Yeah. yeah. Maybe not. Maybe not bowling then. Um, yeah, but I'm saying I'm, I'm saying like add an amount of alcohol to where you're drunk. They playing said, they, drunk. They said oh, hockey. They do have to be drunk and playing. Yeah, hockey would be more dangerous. You have to be shit. drunk to be playing. Like oh, the amount Sumo of alcohol. Wrestling. 
sumo wrestling. <laughs> Thongs were getting ripped all over. <laughs> LeBron said the kids was on a leash inside because they had coke and guns in the back room too. <laughs> <laughs> Like, like nursery or something. Hockey, baseball, a lot mm -mm. of hockey's boxing. Mm -mm. It might be fun to watch somebody try to tee off, but that'd be about Ball. it. Yeah. Badminton. See, I think there's too much anger in football players already. So when they start adding mm -hmm. alcohol, it's just going to get horrible. Mm -hmm. <laughs> what about curling? Oh dear God. I need alcohol that would to watch. Be hilarious. <laughs> Wait, you talking about the, the, the yeah on the ice? <laughs> oh my god, bro! How dumb would people look? You try to get up? You ever been on ice drunk? No, what the fuck? I don't go on ice. It's hard enough to be on ice sober. I don't want to try it. Drunk. I ever tell you about my experience when I went to the ice skating yeah. rink? Oh my god! <laughs> I went. I, like I, ice skating. I went to go ice skating one time in my life. I put on the blades at the counter, and then I said, "I'm gonna walk to the bench." You break your ankle, bro! I almost broke both of my ankles just trying to get to the bench. <laughs> yeah, because you're like this. <laughs> Yo, you can't. You can't go ice skate on a not my, my feet were doing this. Yeah, and I would walk. No, I was like, no, nah, I'm good. I'm good. I didn't go anywhere, bro. I sat there the whole time. Y'all go. I'm good. You didn't even tie him up or anything? Fuck no. Oh, dude. I was like that without the ice. That ain't even the slippery part yet. Uh, hell no. no ice skating. Somebody said track and field. Could you imagine that? <laughs> the hurdle competition. The hurdle competition. <laughs> and then you got to throw the thing. Like your like, diving competition, everybody's just doing belly flops and stuff. <laughs> spin, spin around trying to throw the uh, ball or the oh, oh the, shot put oh. the shot put. Oh, the high jump. Yeah, oh, there's <laughs> already a part when you like bend the right way, the bar looks like it's drunk. Oh man, that's funny. You guys just want to see someone die playing a sport, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean it, it happens all the time, but. That's funny. This was fun. Yeah. I like picking apart pressers too. And you know what else the best thing is, man? Is we're so happy to have the number three pick, and it's not even because we're a bad team. Mm -hmm. Like, usually you're like, oh, yeah, we get to pick first, second, third because your team sucks. But we have a really good team in place, and we're in a really good position this year. Whether it's with Jimmy or an elite, you know, future franchise quarterback. Mm -hmm. And I think that John and Kyle and Jed and Denise, they're all doing a great job. And you I like that question too was did you get some cutback for trying to do this? And it was Jed lets us do what we need to do. We talked to him before. Yeah, I would say they did say that they talked to him before. Yep, yep, they talked to him before we did it and then said, okay, it's time. We're going to do it. And he's like, do it. Yep. So, mm -hmm. um, but no, that's that's what this is, man. We're really excited right now because obviously we moved up from 12 to 3. Um, and the, the 
the output that we can get if we get the right guy for this team going forward, whether it's a rookie starting, whether it's Jimmy starting. And look, if Jimmy starts, I'm going to root for Jimmy. I'm going to root for him until it's not his time. Mm -hmm. And that's the way it should be. Yeah, because you root for the team. You know, players are cool and they're fun and all that stuff, but players come and go. Come and go, if, exactly. If you can find a player on the team for more than four years, you are a good and lucky fan. Yeah. That's, the, that's just the way it is, man. That's just the way it is. So you're damn right we're going to cheer for Jimmy. We're going to cheer for whoever's wearing rocking these colors. We're going to want the best for the team. And I hope that when they do make the quarterback switch, it's not because of someone playing poorly. Right. I hope it's because they feel that the other guy is ready. Right. That's important. Or somebody got injured or something like that. Like. <laughs> I don't want it to be that way. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, also, before we get out of here, big shout out to Hodge. I know he's going in for his back surgery Friday. So, um, you know, big shout out to him or like prayers up for him, obviously, um, for him and going through that. They pushed it up. So he's nervous, a little nervous. Uh, but much love and prayers to him on his upcoming surgery and all that stuff. And I'm sure we'll talk to him soon. What's that face for? I, I nothing is cool. Yeah, but no, you're right. I do hope Hodge is good. We'll be praying for him. Yeah, Hodge is our people's man. So people's that's it, man. I'm good. All right. That man. was uh actually I said that because Izzy also wanted to ask us to do that for him. Um, so that's why we're giving doing that as well. So shout out to Izzy. All right. That's going to do it, guys. We had a lot of fun. And Polvo, I said long jump. I meant to say Polvo. Polvo, yeah. I meant to say Polvo. I'm like, oh, the pole bin's all funny. And, da, da, da. and you guys just let me. You just slide down that thing. You wouldn't even get up there. You'd be like, sure. <laughs> or you ever see the one, what's it called, where they where they take the, the metal, they spin around. The hammer? Hammer throw? Oh, man. That one would be a good one, too. They kill somebody with that thing. One. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Put him in the fence. <laughs> when is Raj going to be on the show? That's racist. His name is Ali. Is that what they're talking about? I don't know who Raj is. Yo, that's fucked up. The only Raj I know is in the Big Bang Theory. So I can't that's my it. point. That's what I'm saying. They're, they're talking about Ali. That's fucked up. <laughs> All right. We're getting up out of here, man. We got another show to do in 25 minutes, so. I'm getting up out of here. Have your uh, questions ready. Yeah, that's right. Guys, make sure you type your questions in, okay? We started at 12 last night. We got the 1209, baby. That was a good one. That was a good one. So Make sure you put a question mark on it. Yes. I don't ignore and skip Because you missed purpose. a lot last night. I actually watched you guys last night, and you were, like, skipping over. I was probably drunk and on muscle relaxers sleeping medicine. Well, I mean, that's always, but. It's not, oh, all right, I'm out of here. All right, uh, y'all, 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 prepare for glory, anticipate pain, but always remain faithful. We out of here. Peace. <laughs>